brought to you by Chill Fit Cryo. Are you suffering from sports injuries, chronic pain, sleep disorders, or depression? Are you willing to try something that only requires three minutes of your time? Then you need to get some cryotherapy from Chill Fit Cryo in your life. Our friends at Chill Fit Cryo in Tempe, Arizona, have been helping people with these issues for over 10 years. I've actually been seeing them for over five years to help me with injury prevention and rapid injury repair. When I tore cartilage in my ribs before a pajama wrestling tournament, Paul and his team got me back on the mat as quickly as possible. Uh, my drugs of choice are full body cryo and the cryo zone. Chofit Cryo has allowed me to sleep better due to my shift work and also recover faster from workouts. Some of the benefits of cryotherapy include reduced inflammation and flushing of toxins from the body, increased blood circulation and increased energy, improved sleep quality, targeted rapid injury repair, decreased fatigue and soreness, and a bunch of other things. Chofit Cryo, recover, reset, restore. They're located on University and the 101 in Tempe. You can find more information about them at their website and on Instagram at chillfitcryo.com. That's C-H-I-L-L-F-I-T-C-R-Y-O. Chillfit Cryo. Recover, reset, restore. Hey everybody, welcome back to another episode of Make the Difference Podcast. Uh, today, Chris Stewart will not be with us. He'll be in the bathroom for the next two and a half hours. Just kidding. Uh, he had a prior engagement, couldn't be here today. So today it's going to be me, Brian from Fortable Media, and our guest who I've been looking forward to getting in here for quite some time, yeah. Nobel Daniel. He is a yes, fellow sir. practitioner of the deadly art of ground karate, also known as pajama wrestling, and a bunch of other stuff. Murder there. yoga. <laughs> yeah, murder yoga. I've heard that struggle one. Struggle hugging. <laughs> struggle hugging. I like that one, Consensual too. Consensual rape. <laughs> <laughs> he, is a, he is a purple belt from our team, Carlson Gracie team. He is also a veteran from the U.S. Army, Airborne Ranger. Um, he's Not Ranger. Not paratrooper. Airborne Paratrooper. Sorry, yes. dude. Uh, and he's going to tell us his story. So without further ado... Nobel, as after after we fucked up his name about twelve times, and yeah. want to figure out the origins of it. Introduce yourself, man, and let's get going. Well, thank you. First of all, when uh, <laughs> Brandon like texts me, it's like, hey, man, I want to have you on the thing. And you know, it's it's interesting. Anytime he has brought up, you know, a lot of guests I've noticed, they're like, oh man, really? Do I have an interesting in- interesting story to share? I guess my response was kind of the same. I'm like, yeah, you think I should? I got something interesting to say? You know, I was kind of pull, yanking his chain because I know it, there is some interesting stuff there. But um, I was born just, a, you know, I was born in Pakistan. You know, and a lot of people, if you're scared, don't worry. It's, <laughs> it's safe. I'm Americanized. I've been fully integrated into this culture. I was born in Pakistan in a small city called Saival, which was renamed from Montgomery after the British left. So my grandparents and parents actually were raised under the British rule. And an interesting story... What year is that? Uh, so Pakistan got their independence in 1947. Oh, geez. Yeah, so it's a very new country. Yeah. August 14, 1947. I think 47, 49. Right. Messing it up, but, but pretty close there, yeah. And the guy where... The village where my father grew up there was two roads, two dirt roads. When you say village, I'm picturing like huts and shit like that. It's huts. Okay. Yeah, right. yeah, yeah. This is like a real village, you know, almost like close to 100 years ago in Pakistan. You know, so <clears throat> not really huts. They were more like mud, I'd say. Adobe mud bricks, shit. Yeah, okay. right? And 
there were two two roads, two dirt roads that every they were they would get watered every day, and one dirt road was specifically specifically for one guy who owned that village, which was a white guy on his horse, which was a <laughs> couple inches higher than the road for everyone else, and he would do his morning stroll on his horse, and if you're chewing, like if you're eating, you have to stop chewing, stand up, and salute to the guy as he's walking by that that's what my parents and grandparents grew up under what's wrong with your people dude yeah. brian british, brian yeah, <laughs> you look british that's why i'm always fuck the queen because <laughs> you know what no i'm mean, not having that that's why canada they still got the queen's face on their currency it's like dude yeah i like it you know move on so a specific road for this asshole to ride his horse in and yeah so like but my yeah so that's that's kind of my background, you know, and religionally, because it's Pakistan is 98% Muslim, right? And okay. it's like, I don't know, it's like less, less than 2% Christians, and then there's a mix of other. Is other your people. name Christian or is it? Yeah, it's Christian. Okay. Yeah. Well, tell, tell, us, tell us the name thing again because we're okay. on that <laughs> thing, right? we So, my name, my birth name is Nobel Sharoon Daniel. Daniel is my grandfather's first name. So you take your grandfather's first name as your last name okay. because that's how you kind of know. Yep. So it's not Daniel's. And it's funny, anytime I fill forms, right, they'll tell me, oh, uh, you messed up the name. I'm like, no, I didn't. I, this is like my 10,000th form in my life. <laughs> I know this my is fucking my name. name. I know I my know name. I look like I, a like, fucking idiot, but I'm not. <laughs> I'm not. <laughs> um, so it's spelled N-O-B-E-L, Nobel, pronounced Nobel. Most common way to pronounce is noble in America, which is generally a last name. So there's already a little. That's how I, that's how I've been pronouncing the whole time, and exactly. I'm like, I hear someone say this, and I'm like, right. I'm like, you never correct me, so I'm like, he don't give a fuck. Yeah, I don't I give a fuck. It's, yeah, it's it's too tiring. You know, just think of how many people you meet throughout your day or throughout your lifetime. How many people are you gonna correct? Eventually, you're like, you know what, you're right, and you just move on. Well, that's it's how it like is with my ask, last name. They say, oh, how do you pronounce? It? I'm like, does it really fucking matter? Yeah, like I don't just pronounce it the way you want to pronounce it. So, anyway. So it was supposed to be noble, right? Most of my brother and sister, they're named after, you know, my youngest sister, her name is Hazel. My older sister, her name is Jane. And my brother, his name is Noel. So where do you fall in line? I'm second oldest. Okay. And they were all named by nuns, believe it or not, because we went to Catholic school. My, you know, I was, a, I was an altar boy. Jen was a, raised in a Catholic school, too. <laughs> yeah, but they, I, Catholic school where corporal punishment was still legal. So I got beat as a kid. How old? I mean, you had to be my little, last You had time, to be a little dick. Because you're an old dick. Yeah, you're an old dick. That doesn't know, change, dude. I'm like, a, you know what the old curmudgeons, curmudgeons they call them, right? Like the old dudes who just curse a lot. Like, I hate the hate. Yeah. Yeah, I'm like that. Like, I think I've always been like that kind of. Like, already just like an old dude who just hates everything, you know? Yeah, you're an old dick. That's why I like you. <laughs> like, that's what I mean. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. you're a dick, too. I like it's, this guy. <laughs> <laughs> it's funny. I never thought of myself as that. Way. You're a Obviously, dick. It's, yeah. it's always somebody else. You know when Brandon's calling you bully on the mat, and I'm like half his size, yeah, and I'm he, like, I'm like, man, I'm really a nice guy, right? 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 And I'm yeah, grabbing people. Yeah. I'm like, right? I am right. <laughs> as I'm putting my fucking knee on your neck, I'm a nice guy. Right? <laughs> oh man, it's funny. But uh, it, you know, and I listen to your podcast, and I listen to uh, Chad's podcast, and it, it's funny. I was like. There's so many similarities, you know, between us. Yeah. So anyway, back to Pakistan. So that's All right. So, so that's where your name comes that's from. That's where my name comes they from. They fucked it's it up. They fucked it up. What it sounded like. Right? They don't know how to spell, right? <laughs> it's supposed to be N O B E L L E. No, 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 no. 
it's N-O-B-E-L. Right now right? it is, but now it was it supposed is, to but be. But it was supposed to be N-O-B-L-E, Noble. Oh, L-E, okay. Noble, because yeah. one is uh, like off Noble Birth, one is just yeah. Nobel, just got some guy's name, right? Yeah. So, anyway. So, so that, you got fucked with that name. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, it's, and it's, the process is too long right. for to change it, so I'm like, we just kept it that way. So I was born, yeah, so that's that's a name story. Went to Catholic school. Being Christian, obviously, that came with, came with its own issues, right? Where'd but your family fall? Like, because I know there's a there it, there's a caste system there, right? Like, no, like, like no. the disparity between rich and poor is it big there? Um, or back okay, when you were well, it's up? it's caste system is in India, which okay, is like sorry. illegal. I think it's it's more of it's not so much enforced now, but still, if you look at it, look at forty percent of India, I believe, is still illiterate. Jesus, that's forty percent of one point seven billion. That's a lot of yeah. people, right? So even though legally they don't have a caste system, I believe, there's still a large portion where culturally, because you got to think, it's like less than 100 years old country, right? And it's huge. Right. So it's still there. I believe we, us being Christians, we might have been part of the lower caste and religion was our way of kind of tricking our way out of that system and being part of with the missionaries, right? And okay. Yeah, because now you're... I'm, guess, I'm guessing. I haven't, I haven't really figured that out yet. You know, I've tried looking at the history. History is really muddled because there's a lot of things going on, right? Them, those countries trying to split, Europeans leaving, right. creating. It, it, there's just a lot there. And it's, it's um, anyway, there's a lot of opinions. Yeah, it. and probably too, like, like when it's they're trying. It's hard to pinpoint what's going on there. And they're probably trying to erase some of that history, right? So it's not there. Of course. Yeah. So like burning of books or, burning, or, or, or like yeah. getting rid of shit. Even like that. now, so the even now there's a lot of books that are banned in Pakistan. It's very easy to do, right? Because it's like it's it's a democratic state. However, it, the religion is really mixed in with the state. Fuck, we're trying to do it here. Fucking Dr. Seuss yeah. can't do that it's, shit. It's, it's yeah. fucking stupid. It, this, th- that's why it really pisses me off, you know, because <clears throat> and I I heard some of that frustration in uh, Gerard's voice too when he was talking about this yeah it's it's hard to kind of the perspective is not there for people to you know one of my favorite saying is a fish doesn't know it's surrounded by water right you don't know until you're taken out of the water right you're gasping for air then someone puts you back in the water now you're gonna have a lot higher appreciation for water right now yep. you just surround like, oh my god i love this i'm surrounded by this that's me in america that i came to america in 2000 you know so i was right ra- as a 15 year old okay so i lived a life in pakistan how was teenager. that life like so you're at a catholic school yeah. Catholic school, getting, oh get my ass beat being right? fucked up by nuns just yeah getting fucked up by nuns why don't you bully them bro like you bully everybody else yeah i was too little <laughs> this is what i'm saying like I, I i was just too little you know yeah. but i was um, My mom had, grew up in a in a, yeah. in a convent for it's some rough. time. Those bitches are mean. It's rough. They whip the and fuck out of you with a ruler. Did you ever yeah. have to? My mom told me story. She had she, she used to have to um, kneel on fucking pencils and hold her hands that, out. That's one. That's one of the tricks. You oh, know, dude. It's it's uh, it's it, it, they find interesting ways to torture you. Were you a dick or were they just mean? No, I was just I didn't I didn't care about school. Yeah. And in that culture, education is or just schooling part of it is like here you have athletes who are kind of on the top tier of uh, value in that, in the high school system, right? In the ecosystem there, it's kids who get good grades. Gotcha. Right. I wasn't part of that. And I hated the fact. So 
in defiance, I didn't do even more. <laughs> you know, it was well, like that's your personality. Yeah. So <laughs> so my my dad, there's a lot of ass beating, right? My dad just fucking, you know, that was just the way fathers dealt with this stuff, yeah, you know, old school. Yeah. So I was so we would get in line. My older sister would get it. I stopped crying probably like at five. You're like, I'm not even going to oh, tell you. I was like, uh, and I just, just grind my teeth. <laughs> and like, no, you're not going to make me cry, you know, kind of a thing. And that would make him mad even more. And it's like, so the whipping is harder. So I became more and more like, oh, I don't like yeah. this, you know. Uh, so in defiance of that, I was just, you know what? You can beat me. I'm just going to take my beating and go do whatever I'm going to do anyway, you know. And, uh, um, and, it, and my younger brother saw that, right? He's like, fuck that. I don't want to get my ass beat, you know. And he would just, he was like always number one, two, or three in his class. Not, yeah. just, not just class, school. So it was like a combination. I was like, and I, and Which we had a, probably made it worse for you, right? Oh, made it worse like, for me. Why can't you be like your brother? You fucking oh, retard, my God. And it was, exactly. Idiot. And it made me even more like, oh, I don't want to do this. So I had a, had a hate for school from a very early age, you know? No and sports? Like they, available? No. I mean, we played cricket. Yeah, so you're pretty right? like cricket, cricket soccer, right? right? But... But the, I didn't want to do the rest of the work. So I would just go and do the, the batting part right. and then just take off. I literally just run away from the field, you know? And next time I would you have to course my way. Yeah. Course my way. I was like, oh, man, no, 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 you know? Um, <laughs> but, I, but I would have something to give, right? I would either have, to have a bat or I would bring a ball. I would have something in return. Right. But I didn't want to do the fielding part, which is you're standing in the sun, like just waiting for a ball, you yeah. know, maybe you'll come, you'll make me. I old. think baseball is one of the stupidest sports ever. I, I know still it's don't American get it. Pass. I don't either. I, I played softball with like my dad, and my brother, when it's like, this is stupid. No, this no sport has ever kind of like made sense to me, like it, basketball or football. It, to me, it just never, the interest, no, I was like, and, and then people walking around. If you can't grab like, a man's junk and not be judged, I don't want to do the sport. Yeah. Yeah. It's like, <laughs> <laughs> uh, maybe maybe it's, it was just I was like you know what I, I don't want to do it anyway and you can't another hug thing, me with pajamas on I'm yeah not. another thing when people walking around with like other dudes name right like the yeah. only dude only dude I'm wearing is Carlson Gracie but he created something that's one guy yeah and I'm like representing I'm not wearing well that's our you know, team that's, that's but I'm team, not right? I'm not wearing like whatever T-Bow or whatever. I don't know. I don't even know their names yeah. or whatever. LeBron. It doesn't, or, yeah. it doesn't matter. I'm not wearing some dude's name on my jersey and walking around. It's like, oh, I repped this dude. While he doesn't even know me. Yeah. Hey, if we're friends, yes. I'll, you know, if yeah. I'm friends with LeBron or whatever, I'll, I'll wear your jersey. Um, so never got into that. However, chronologically, I, I, yeah. I have a hard time sticking to it. So you might we'll have to you. just kind of. We'll help you. Yeah. So uh, Catholic school got my ass beat a lot. <laughs> Sucked at sports. <laughs> well, there were no sports. <laughs> right. Yeah, yeah. There were no organized sports. Even wrestling, like what we talked about? Wrestling, there, wrestling what is for poor kids. What do they call it again? Kushti. Okay. It's for poor kids. They wear like like man diapers and wrestle in the sand. Yeah. Yeah. And they yeah. can slap the shit out of each other too, Dude, right? You grab your fingers. They're using that for, for takedowns. I mean, it's rough. It's for poor kids, essentially, because yeah. you don't need any money. You know what I mean? And you weren't poor. You were in the middle. Middle class-ish, yes. Yeah. You didn't have, like, servants and shit at the house, anything like that. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. You were rich, not, not like, no. no, no. <laughs> you guys balling. Yeah. You guys probably had three cows. <laughs> <laughs> and a goat. <laughs> uh, um, anyway, so we lived in a compound, we called it. There were about, I think there were about 12 Christian families living in that one compound along with a couple of uh, missionaries, like 
there were two American families and a Korean family, I think. <clears throat> what were they there doing? Teaching you something? No, mis- uh, so they're a combination missionaries, uh, doctors. Okay. You know, so it's a, it's it's a, it, the Christian community is there very tight. So you have, you know, ARP is the church organization. That's okay. like so you. Ha- it's basically the the closest way you can describe it is like evangelical Christians. That's so there's Catholics and then there's kind of like evangelical Christians. Gotcha. There's the, the two type of Christians there, and. Um, yeah, so these, you know, and my father worked at a Christian hospital. Literally, we called it a Christian hospital. Everyone that worked there was Christian. So that's kind of ecosystem I kind of grew up in until I was in fifth grade. Fifth on, I had to go to a regular private school, still a private school, but that had everyone, like all the, you know, Muslims and Christians mixed together. And there was I think three of us, and I was one of those three Christian kids. How much were you fighting every day? Yeah, man, it was horrible, you know? Yeah. It was just every day you're just like, you build this, like, shell. And I was never a big kid. However... Yeah, what do they, like, slur you with? Like, what's the slurs from, like, a Muslim to a Christian? Like, what do they call you to, like... It's, yeah, it's... To get you pissed off. Like, the word is sight. Okay. Sight. It's, it's kind of like a... You're still calling them Christians, but you're also kind of like a like a rat kind of, you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. And so there's, so even in the Christians, right, there's, there's kind of like, there's poorest people who only get like the, the trash jobs. They're picking up trash on the streets and cleaning jobs and stuff like that. Right. So they basically, they call you, they associate Christians with that. However, there's Christians all tiers, right? But most of them, they're going to call you the lowest level, whatever they can. Yeah. And what'd your mom and dad do? Sorry. So my mother was a teacher. She taught. <laughs> She's a nun. Huh? <laughs> She's a nun fucking people up. Dude. <laughs> no, yeah, no. Okay, I'll, I'll tell you a funny story about that. So she was a teacher. I think she taught first first to third. That's like public like that. school? Uh, no, still a Catholic school. Okay. But it wasn't. So there were two Catholic schools. One was English mediums, where the English curriculum, where we went. And okay. one was Urdu, which is the, na- or the national language. That's the Christian school she taught. Okay. So poor kids went to that, rich kids went to, you know, okay. that sort of thing. And dad did what? Dad worked at the Christian hospital. He was the, called him maintenance supervisor. So okay. he basically ran a couple of crews. One was a gardening crew and one was like a clean, general cleaning crew. Okay. All Christians, you know, and, gotcha. and he, he, he was a great guy. He Safe he place for him lot. too, right? Safe place, yeah. yeah. Christian guy at a Christian hospital doing a Christian thing. Yes, yeah, that's exactly. Like, that sounds like you're not getting fucked with every day. Yes, yeah. and it makes your life like a lot easier, you know. I so bet. we had a lot of opportunity. That's why I'm very grateful for what we had, you know. Um, um, still came with its it came with its own issues, you know what I mean? <clears throat> because b- his life before was when he grew up, he was the first kid out of his house, out of his household of seven brothers and three sisters to leave the city and go to the main city to make a living, which was Karachi at the time. That's like one of the mm-hmm. most dangerous cities in, in Asia right now. And he went there on his own at 19 and, uh, you know, ended up getting a job with a, uh, it was a, I believe it was a company from construction company from UK. They mm. were doing some projects in UAE at the time. Yep. And he went there, you know, made his money, came back and all. Was the fucking slave labor just bad back then? Like it was yeah. over there? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because they don't fuck taking people's passports. Oh, no, and yeah. Well, he, te- like he tells a story about this guy where they, they fought this uh, foreman. This national foreman guy White that guy? got their passport. 
Yeah, no, yeah, yeah, got their got their passport back because they wouldn't he wouldn't let them leave, right? Yeah, it's fucking crazy, right? Dude, it's still it's crazy. Like sixty dudes sharing one toilet and yes, shit like that. Yeah, that's it's what crazy. your dad. Ever I mean, we through? uh probably yeah. he never mentioned it because I right. know he he was a smart guy, so he got a technical job or crane operator. Kay. So he wasn't generally. Oh a, yeah. So that really I think helped him a lot, and he was well spoken, and he was just a quick learner. Right, he never went to college or anything, but he was a quick learner. He just learned how to speak English, and yeah. and that was another just thing. A smart guy, right? Yeah, and and probably hardworking. Hardworking, right? Hard so he working. was at he was at the Christian hospital, and when Americans would come, he would be the main contact to kind of connect with people. Oh, okay, mm-hmm. we're gonna take you here. Yeah. Just it was easy easy for him to kind of connect with people for sure, right? So <laughs> totally opposite of you. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> hey, it's like chameleon, man. You know, yeah. so. <clears throat> Yeah, so that that part, like going to the public school was or private school with the mixed religions was kind of difficult because I remember there was one religious teacher. He would take joy because we had to study the Quran, one of the classes I had to take, right? And he would enjoy that part. Like he would stand and walk back and forth with this giant yes, like, oh I'm making this little Christian fucker like read this shit, you know? Which in hindsight's pretty good. I guess. I mean, to I didn't know. You know right, right. But I didn't, like I didn't know what I was reading. No, for right? no. Because I didn't go. Uh, the sixth grade, 12? Yeah. Yeah. No fucking Right? Clue. No, 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 no. Really getting hard on. Yeah, I'm just. <laughs> <laughs> no, that, I didn't have that problem. I, that's, yeah, I was good by then. But, um, but yeah, that was, that was kind of like difficult for me to deal with, you know. But within, I remember having some Muslim friends, because within Muslim, they have tears and different factions right and some are more outcasted than the other right and the main one you probably know shias and sunnis mm-hmm. right so essentially you can say iran and afghanistan they're, they're two different you know or, or rather iran and iraq they're two types of like factions and you can see how they operate one's way more strict you know so the the kind of outcasted muslims were closer because they, they could kind of feel, right? So most of my friends were from those types of... Uh, and they were still... They weren't, like, the poorest of the poorest or whatever. Right. Um, it's just caste system is kind of intense there. Anyway. Th- so that was difficult. But I always... I knew, like, I wanted to come to America. You know? That was something, like... <clears throat> I, I, I don't know, because I'm not from another country, but it seemed like if you don't have the greatest shit going on somewhere else, like, you, you, you picture America as just, like... Land and it was of fucking yeah. everything, right? Where it's plentiful and you're accepted and you can be who the fuck you want and you're not limited by your social status or like where you came from or who your parents are or anything like yeah. that. Yeah. And you're you're so we have Is that one, how it's viewed? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Especially back then, you know, cuz there's no social media, so you're not getting any information. The only information you're getting is one from the news or or, or one news channel <laughs> where they're showing Israel versus Palestine all day long. And how terrible Israel is and how, right, all these atrocities. And, and America plays a part of that because America equals Israel. <laughs> that's how simplistic the kind of, you they make things out to be, right? America supports Israel. That's why America bad um, and uh, Palestine good. What, what year is this? 1990s? I mean, 90s. late 90s. Okay, late 90s. You know? Um, yeah. One news channel. Like, how many fucking yeah. channels are there in, in general, like on the TV? Maybe two. 
at this time. <laughs> That's yeah. crazy. Yeah, yeah. But we had color TV, which is like not common. Balling. Balling, right? Yeah. And then eventually we got a, they called them dish. So these giant oh, yeah. satellite things you oh, put yeah. on top of your head, uh, uh, roof. Oh, yeah. And you get like whatever, like 50 channels from India, 30 channels from China. That you don't know, you don't know what's, what's going on, you know? Yeah. But you can find like MTV was there. Just trying to find titties the whole time. Oh, huh? oh, yeah. <laughs> and I remember like watching like certain things. Like I remember when... Um, uh, what's that? Um, Matrix came out, nineteen ninety nine, I believe. The first one. Whoo, man! I watched it. I was like, holy shit! That's the like that. It, that it, I mean, they they took like special effects to the next level, you know? Yeah. And yeah, I was like, man, this is. And then you just you just see like the view of like America. You're like America was just something extra, right? You know what I mean? Like everything is beautiful everything is plentiful that that kind of deal um so we didn't we didn't believe because we had actually been around americans right so we knew like they're like nice people you know yeah. and they had nice products because i remember when they would leave pakistan after being there for a year two year whatever their contract was to be there they would leave they would sell all this shit and we would buy it so we had like the random like tupperwares and like yeah, just yeah. toys and right yeah so we had like i could hold american products in my hand and be like I'm going to go there one day, you know? That's and a crazy, that's fucking crazy to think about, right? Just, yeah. Just very like, man, this fucking tough place. Awesome. Okay. I'm going to America. For example, uh, the Simon Says game, right? Huh? Beep, beep, beep. Yeah. That shit. <laughs> yeah. Dude, I mean, we had it. We played the shit out of it, you know? <laughs> it was amazing. Brick. Remember Brick? Yeah, brick yeah, thing? Yeah. Uh, I forget what the name is. Tetris. About Tetris? Tetris. Yeah. Tetris. Tetris. Amazing. I was like, oh my God. Like, you know, uh, what else? Sega. Sega. Uh, I had a Sega game. Contra was like my game, you know? Dude, and there's probably most people, whether Muslim or Christian, they didn't have access to that shit, right? A lot of them didn't, no. Yeah. Yeah. Probably most of them, right? Most of them didn't. Yeah. And we didn't know that we had all this, right? Yeah. At, at the same time, the the despair and the poverty was right there. Because when we, there's a picture, and, and again, we didn't start that way. It was like a slow kind of ascent, mm -hmm. you know? Because we had six of us would be on one motorcycle, that which is like a moped kind of thing. you have a thing. picture of that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm oh, going to show you a picture. I Dude, this is, awesome. I mean, so six. That's the shit I see and on I social remember, media. I'm like, those are Yeah, yeah, no, 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 it's real. So this is how, this is how, this was actually, you? and this is, was actually an American woman. She's like, no, 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 I don't believe it. It's like, I bet you better believe it. I mean, we, this is yeah. every morning. Right. You know? This is like your fucking station wagon. That's <laughs> fucking awesome, dude. But our, look, look at the smiles, right? Yeah, we're just like, dude, this is anything is on two wheels is awesome. Yeah, you, you, we don't have to walk, we don't have to take a bus, right? And no helmets. <laughs> <laughs> like, My dad actually did have a helmet. He's the only one. He's the only one. <laughs> He's like, he, fuck he, everybody else. Yeah, only one who would wear seatbelt. You know, so he was in a way he was preparing us. You know, like everyone there had a like a squatter toilet, right? But my dad installed. A regular, you guys like had indoor plumbing in everything, right? So he he was like mentally kind of he was setting us up so when we would come to America, it wouldn't feel weird. It wouldn't be it yeah. was just an easy transition. He, my parents are very smart in that way, you know. And well, just because you didn't go to college doesn't mean you're not smart. There's yeah, a lot of fucking people they, they, they knew, you know, degree. they knew that okay, there's gonna be a transition period and so on. My dad actually saved up, I think it was ten American U.S. dollars when he came and he didn't tell anyone because there was a was that a lot that sounds like nothing to me man when you're coming how many stories have you heard oh came here with 50 bucks in my pocket came here with a hundred dollars in my pocket yeah 
You know what I mean? This guy came with 10 grand that he has saved. Over oh, you said $10. 10 grand you Oh, saved. 10 grand. 10, no, 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 $10. Yeah, that's a yes, lot of money, That's dude. a lot of money, right? He didn't tell anyone. Not just that. On top of that, he paid for the whole family. It's family of four. So there's four kids, mm-hmm. a wife, and himself. That's six people that he paid for to come here. How'd you get here? Like through the church? No, it was uh, through one of our aunts. So my dad's older sister, she sponsored us. It, it took us 12 years of doing paperwork, setting everything up. So Legally. pretty much since you were three years old, they Basically. started the process. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. And you did it the right way, right? Did it the right way, right? And we didn't have to worry about anything else. And um, yeah. So we lived in one bedroom. Six people lived in one bedroom for, my God, felt like forever, but I think it was like two or three months, you know. And eventually we... Well, how big was your house in, uh, in Pakistan? I mean... Like you guys had your own room and shit? Didn't have our own room, but we had plenty of room. We had okay. two huge two huge rooms and a giant, like a... Not like a veranda, but a, like a closed off, you know, like a patio? Yeah. Like, like an Arizona room. Yeah. It was just kind of like <laughs> huge area, you know? Pakistani and, room. Yeah. And um, so... But everybody we, slept in the same room in Pakistan? Or like parents had one room and yeah, parent, room. parents had one room and I think our maybe the younger ones slept there for a little bit and then older ones slept outside. My sister had her own little area, you know. Okay. But coming here, it was like six people. Where'd now, you guys land here? Yeah. SeaTac. Okay. Seattle. Yep. Yep. Yeah. And surprise, surprise, it was fucking raining. You know, October twenty second, <laughs> raining. Yes. Did it rain packs down a lot? Yeah, oh yeah. It's yeah. more like monsoon, kinda like what happens here. Okay. Just they goes nuts, you know, and um, this is actually yeah. Um, rains a lot, but when it's hot, the heat is a lot. You know, it's so to clear people's misconception, Pakistan is not Middle East. It's technically part of Asia and it's not desert. It's like greenery mostly. It's like forests right. and fields mostly, depending on where you are. Iran's the same way too, right? Because I got a buddy from there that he said they have forests and all that shit. Yeah, there so too. there's parts, right? Yeah. So there's parts because there's there are some desert areas, right? And they kind of like go over one country to the other that right. sort of thing but uh so if you go if you go far north pakistan it's like looks like switzerland seriously I, I mean i gotta send you pictures because it's untouched no one goes there right everyone's fucking scared to go there so it's just like untouched beautiful why are they scared to go there i mean for obvious reasons right oh, one yeah. there's there's so there's one part of the part of area it's between china india and pakistan right it's like this triangle and they're all kind of fighting over this one area which is like close to kashmir right okay. it's just kind of tumultuous like they they want to be their own little country right. but these three countries want a piece of that right so they're they're fighting among themselves so no one goes there your middle is like that's where i'm from like the middle that's where like farm it's supposed to be like farmers okay. that's like the farmland far south is that's where you're gonna have some like desert but it's mostly like ocean and and shit because it hits indian ocean yeah it's like indian ocean but yeah, that that country has border with Iran, Afghanistan, China, India. They're fucked forever. Yeah. 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 I, we, I mean, we <laughs> can be, we're United States, yeah. and we can barely control Mexico. Right. So I don't think they even try. It's just or it's just they're it. like, what are we gonna do? It's the giant open lands. You know what I mean? Especially like between Afghanistan and Pakistan. That's like you can't control it. You know, it's too wild. Iran. And Pakistan. Yeah. I mean, it's crazy. Anyway, so um, coming to America, that was 
the next 10 years probably were some of the hardest years ever. It's like the way I kind of think. So you land it. here when you're 15? 15 ish. 15 SeaTac. Yeah. Why, why Seattle? Was your aunt there or something? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah, they were there. So we had to, you know. Your aunt or husband and some kids or something? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. They were, they were already older. So, but I'm so grateful for everything they did for us. Right. Brought us here, got us out of there, you know. And uh, my, my, mostly. For my father's efforts. Well, plus you had to know, like, you're 15, you know what the fuck's going on. Like, man, we're fucking going to America, dude. Oh, yeah. Like, I mean, we weren't supposed to talk about it for the, f- you know, our parents didn't tell us a lot because they know that it's... Would it people be hating weird. on you? Yes. Like in Pakistan? They, yeah, they'll sabotage. It's, it's because you have to go to the American embassy there, right? You have to answer questions. They have to make sure that you're, you know, they're vetting you. They're, so yeah. we, we went through a vetting, pro- like a proper vetting process. So, for fucking 12 years. Yeah. As kids, right? I'm sitting with the, some, some white lady in Islamabad, Pakistan, and the uh, United American Embassy. They're looking at family pictures, and she's asking me, who's this? Who's this? Right? They're, and they're, yeah. they're ca- a counter... Um, uh, yeah, exactly. Making sure every, everyone's on the same page. And yeah, you're their kid. He's your parent. That sort of thing. Yeah. And you're going there. You know these people. It was a long process. It's kind of a stressful process, you know? But, uh, but yeah, so we did that and landed SeaTag. So, so all, I mean, it was like the best day ever leaving Pakistan, right? But I, I wish I could find that picture when I showed up. had a fucking red shirt. Some new gear like, on. No, new gear. I was like, <laughs> fuck, man, we're out of here. See ya, fuck you know? this place. Yeah. Landed, different story. You know, you land here, you're like, fuck, this, this is, is going to be hard. Yeah. This is going to be like. How was your English? English was okay because we got it, it wasn't school, like right? you, you know we couldn't speak it rapidly yeah. but we could read and obviously right yeah because we have been we but had you're not studied gonna hit, and hit the streets and fucking start rapping with people right like, exactly slow so it down. took me i'd say and i think i remember this distinct it was like six months it was like whoa it's all, all of a sudden like programming was complete and like <laughs> now i could like talk because before that response was like yeah everything was yeah yeah i don't know what the fuck you're saying yeah you know and it was just kind of, ugh, just be lost and shit, you know. But you become really good at reading people, reading people's energy. And I think that's the thing about, like, um, uh, immigrant kids. You figure out real quick how to read people, different groups, energies, and that sort of thing. Because it, it's like, at that point, it's survival, you know. Now I'm not a private school kid anymore. Now yeah. i got to go to public school with everybody and else. And you're a brown kid. Brown kid. And you got which a fucked up know. accent, right? Right, right. I, and I didn't know. A bunch of Asian was. people there. My people were all... All over Seattle. Yeah. But. Oh, yeah. Everyone's there. And that was kind of a good thing. Right. But right away, I'm just like, you know, like a tender, you know, tender toad thrown into a blender. And it's it's like, and I quickly realized. So you're in high school, right? I mean, high, I started. Freshman? Freshman year. What a fucking trip that had dude. to be, dude. I mean, it was. How many fights did you get in? Yeah. I mean, it was, <laughs> it was horrible because. Yeah. First, I'm thinking, I'm going around like fucking uh, Chicken Little, right? Like, oh, you know, like all happy and shit. Yeah. Oh, look at this leaf on the ground. Oh, yeah. you know, hello, leaf. Right. And just fucking concrete sidewalks. Oh, yeah. <laughs> 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 fucking asphalt. Yeah, fucking I'm like, this, this awesome. is fucking great. Yeah. But slowly Cafeteria. I realize there's like, you know, there's cliques and there's yeah. the athletes and they're all, all this kind of, you know. I'm like, fuck, man, 
I gotta like, I gotta, I can't be hanging out with these Pakistani Indians. There weren't a lot of them, <laughs> but the couple that there were, I hung out with them a couple of times. Like, man, this is not my crew, you know? Because yeah. just the way they behaved, they were like, they didn't want to be part of anything. They hung out by themselves. I was like, no, man, I want, I want to hang out with those people. Well, you know it's what I mean? safe, right? Those are their people. Like, you know, that's what's yeah, comfortable. You're exactly. like, hey, I, and, you're and like, not just I left that. that. Not just that. Like being a Christian kid in Pakistan, I was used to being on the outside. So for me, I'm like, you know, it's. To the kids that were there, like the Muslim kids from Pakistan, I still was kind of the outsider, yeah. right? It, it still wasn't the same, like, oh, shit, oh, here's another Pakistani guy. What's up? Yeah. Kind of a thing. So I was like, fuck this. I don't need any of this, you know? So I was like, okay, what I figured out in America, you play sports, you got in- instantly you got friends. And, and I was like, yeah, I was like, and if you're good, easy. it's even better, yeah. right? I was like, fucking easy. What sport did you pick? Soccer? Uh, <laughs> no, I tried soccer. I didn't like it. I tried soccer. I didn't I'm like racist. it. racist. I hate everybody. Yeah. <laughs> Um, but uh, cross country because oh, okay. I wasn't I wasn't big enough to play football. I tried. Someone was like, "Man, you can be a kicker." Yeah, I was like, oh, "No." Yeah, I was like, I was too. How much did you weigh? I have no idea. But I was probably one forty. You fight at one sixty-eight. Yeah, below. so you're probably yeah. one thirty, one forty as, a, Some, like as a freshman, something like that, right? But I was like, oh, I was like, angry little guy. You know, yeah. I was like, you're probably tough this. enough, but you yeah. should be getting punished. It, that was every a problem. Day, dude. That was a fucking problem because I was like, I can take it. But literally, physically, I couldn't grow fast enough. Oh, or, yeah. You know, getting crushed by a 200-pound yeah. So kid. I was like, you know what? I, I don't need this shit. I'm going to go do cross-country. You know, because I had... You got to be tough to do that sport, too. Fucking A, dude. I found that People I don't realize running. that, dude. Man, it is like Suffer agonizing fast. pain. Suffer. And you're, as a kid, you're running minimum 8 miles, max 12, 13 miles a day. Right. A day. I remember Coach Overstreet was our guy in his fucking green minivan. He's like, all right. This is the starting point. This is the ending point. Meet me there. And that's it. You just fucking take off, yeah. you know? And then there's groups, Sounds like right? basic training running groups, right? Let's go. <laughs> I, you know, it's funny you say that. I listened to that part, and I was like, I was part of group A. Yeah, me too. But I was like towards, like, kind of the tail end of group A because there were some savages in there, you oh, know? Yeah. And I'm like, fuck, man, how the fuck did I end up here? I'm keeping up with these fuckers. They're like... Like, they've already, like, it's a cross-country stars. I don't think you're here for it, but in basic training in the Army, they separate you by by run group, and Mm -hmm. that's by time. So I'm, like, the 200-pound guy in A group. It's a fast group, so, like, kind of the same story or whatever. And and in that group, once you step off the curb, bro, it's on. It's on. That's it, man. (laughs) You take off, and you don't fucking... They don't tell you. I mean, I know you went to Fort Jackson. I went to Fort Benning, right? Home of the infantry. Home of the infantry, home of the fucking airborne. There's ranger school there. I mean, that fucking place. You, the way you remember, I remember it. You know, it's like fucking red sand. Everything fucking turns red. Your clothes, your shit gets into your nails, your ears and shit. Because that, anytime you're in field, you know, the red. It's clay. Whatever. Yeah. Clay, sand. It feels like sand because you like, because we were like wrestling. Well, it's a combination of both. Yeah, I think it is a combination of both. It's that clay that's, that's underneath the sand. Yeah. So I think that it, it, it's that part of the country. All yeah. right. So cross country. What are your parents doing for work right now? Like at that oh, time? Retire. Oh, at that time. Oh, man. Yes. So my father starts busing table at this place called Sherry's. It's like kind of uh, like Denny's. Denny's. It's yeah. like Denny's. And Stone my mother Denny's. is stocking shelves at Sears. So she's a teacher. He's like this, you know, high level dude, like at the hospital. Yeah. I remember one time my mother going to work in Seattle. It was hailing. And she's running to work with a newspaper over her head. Getting fucked up. Yeah. I mean, that's, you know, and it's, 
there, there's a lot of like little stories mm -hmm. there like this, you know, and uh, and so I, when I was listening to yours, I was like, oh man, there's like so yeah, right. many, and you were born here, yeah, yeah, you know what I mean, and life. Yeah, you're was first tough. generation. I'm second generation. Yeah, yeah. I mean, again, it's it's. Um, Anyway, so that that was so you're so, cross country. You're making some friends. I'm I'm making and some friends. And there's chicks in cross country too. They're, oh man, chicks. Yeah. And then yeah. I. Yeah. 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 And I don't know. I it's like naturally like I just I just kind of like start to like find my stride. I'm like okay, you know what? High school sucked. I'm still for me. High school sucked. You right. know, there was just a lot. There was too much to learn too quickly. Maybe if I would have gone to middle school and then high school, I would have had an easy, easy transition because I would have right. been ready, but I wasn't prepared. I was like, you know. Did you do anything else as cross-country? Um, no, that was the uh, other. Oh, band. I did band. Oh, yeah. You're probably getting fucked with, too. For that. Yeah. No, 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 no. That was fun. Band was, was fun. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, you know, there's girls in band, too. So I was like, yeah. quickly, I made friends. I was around. You know what I mean? So I was, yeah. I kind of found. Plus, like, you're a funny guy. You're personal, stuff like that. Yeah, like, I think that's what helped. Humor. Like, yeah, and humor I could, helps everything. Humor helps and just. Like my, I think it's like my personality is like bigger than me, you know, and that comes out like when I'm, especially if I'm That's around like certain crowds. Yeah, 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 <laughs> just a little bit, you know. So it 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 helped me out a lot, you know, as able to connect to different groups and so on. Um, Push you're a confident guy, like you know, like like. It, it, I had to pretend a lot. Yeah, but you're yeah. still calm. Like, yes. like I'll be in the gym and you'll scream at me from across the fucking gym. Some <laughs> fucking racist comment or something like that. Well, <laughs> right now, right now I'm injured, so the only muscle I can work is my mouth. I'm gonna work it. Oh, you know, he, he does. <laughs> I was, but it's funny because the other day when I was rolling with Carl, you were watching me. Carl. <laughs> yeah, and and you actually actually showed some some restraint because I, um, uh, I picked it up on him just movement wise on him that day. I submitted him like three or four times in a row, and uh, and and I saw he looking over at, 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 at the edge of the mat watching us, and I knew you fucking wanted to say something. I knew you wanted to t talk shit, but you didn't. You're like, dude. I'm, sometimes I'm, I'm just too tired, you know. <laughs> I was like, I was thinking you're being nice. It's not, and, and that I know, I know Carl's improving so much, dude. You know, so it's hard for me. Hey, I don't know everything. I I just don't right. But there's what I know, I know, right? Yeah. And if I see someone fucking it up, I'm gonna, I ha I'm like, dude, it's better for me to just stop you now and correct it, than wait until I take you in the office and we have a, we have a brother to brother, a heart to heart talk. <laughs> right. It's by, might as well, just, yo, you fucked up. You're fixing right now. Oh. It's probably gonna stick with you. You ever had like a real hard coach that's like loves you but he hates you? That's how noble coach people is like. What are you doing, you fucking idiot? <laughs> don't don't fucking do it that way. But at least you didn't fuck it up this time. <laughs> no, he, he's, he's making me him, he's making me sound harsher than I really am. You're a little bit harsh, but 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 people need coaches like that. Yeah, like but people like it. I don't know why. Like a lot of people like me. I I can't figure it out. Cause you care. I think that's what it is. You can tell that you care. Like like he's just a hard yeah. coach. Like he's just hard on you. Like and even, I, even I, with me. And like I think even hard I, on me. and and that's what I respond to, right? That's what I respond to. You know, like you said, you talk about your mom, right? She was a nurse. Like for me. I that I need certain things, but at the same time, sometimes, hey man, I just need a boot to the face. Right. You know, I just that's just that's me how I respond. Well, I mean, you you know? fucking in the military and stuff like that. Like you're okay with people fucking talking to you like that. For sure. <laughs> that that's funny too because I loved it. Oh yeah. I mean, like, dude, I loved it. It's almost comedic, I was like, right? Dude, this is <laughs> this is awesome. I'm getting paid, like working out all day long. Like this is hilarious. You know. Oh, 
during the nighttime. I'm getting at, fucking fed. Yeah. Fucking during, meals. during nighttime, right? I'm hearing dudes crying. Like, I can hear it. Dude, yeah. I'm just like, fuck, man, what the fuck's going on? I still remember this guy's name was Dallas, and he would be like, because he was missing his kids. I'm like, dude, I'm so glad I'm away from my family. Like, this is great. <laughs> I don't miss anyone. They're like, oh, you need to call someone. No, I don't need to call anyone. This is great. You yeah. know? So high school sucks. You really don't like it. You learn what you got to learn. Yeah. Do you have any friends still from high school now? Or just yeah, kinda, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. I actually talked to one of the guys yeah. recently. And uh, he actually became a uh, firefighter in uh, Everett, Washington. What That's what I went fucking to. loser. Yeah. Lazy yeah. son of a bitch. Yes, yes. Yeah. Mexican guy, too. Yeah, doesn't want to work. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, so still talk to some, but, you know, it's... Uh, you sh- I, I went to a couple different high schools. Uh, not a couple, just two. That makes it hard, too. Super hard, man. It was... Went to one school where the city where my aunt was... Then we ended up moving to a different city. Eventually, we got our own place. Went, moved to high school there. I was doing really well for the first two years. And then I was like, oh, man, this blows, you know? Just stopped caring. Got started rolling out. Just not good kids, you know? Right. Started failing. Went to a, went back to the school. That That's fucking I was over at home. Yeah. I, I bet that Dude, I had, to go, I had to go live with my aunt again. But then they kicked me out because I was hanging out with black kids. That's why they kicked you out? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, That's fucked up. Yeah. So so now I have to take a three-hour bus ride every morning just to get to school in a different city because, you know, I, 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 I can't change. So I, they let me keep their address so I could go to that school district or whatever. So that was uh, some. <laughs> so I got I got a lot of a lot a lot of things like family. You know what I mean? Family has been uh, the <laughs> not not the greatest, but it's always strangers. That's why I'm like I'm, I'm always open to helping strangers because strangers have helped me more throughout my lifetime, have added more value to my life than family ever has. You know, other besides than, your like, mom, right? Oh yeah, like my immediate family, they're the closest people to me. Yeah, yeah. You know? And, but you're talking about your bigger family. Bigger I think that's family. common, dude, because that, that's how it is, like, like with my family, too. I don't dislike any of my extended family, but, like, my immediate family, like, they've had the most impact. But I don't know. Maybe just because fucking in America, everything gets so fucking busy, so you don't see your aunts and uncles so much or stuff yeah. like that. And, and you're, maybe you see the strangers more or something. Or they're not really not strangers. No, but, but dude, it's more, it's more of, I don't want to say evil, but just, so I'll give you an example. I'll give you an example. One of the things that I, you know, I was like, man, what am I going to talk about? What am I not going to talk about? Right. But I think sometimes it's like, yeah, my father had to, let's just say he got in trouble. He had to leave the country. Okay. Okay. He had to leave the country. Not the U.S. Back to Pakistan. Now, my mom is, this is in 2003. So we come to U.S. in 2000. You're about 18. Right. Uh, Yeah. 17 ish. We have, uh, we need ten grand, like ten thousand dollars, two thousand and three. By this time, I'm, is it just know, a coincidence your dad came with ten grand? You needed ten grand. Yeah, isn't it funny? <laughs> yeah. So, so we're we're just like, man, fuck. I mean, I have no idea this going on, right? My mom is like, fuck. And but she don't time, even know what ten grand is. I have no like, idea. Like you don't know. We what don't 10 know. Grand is. Yeah. We have no idea. So my mom was working as a nurse's aide, and she was helping out this old lady, and. They asked her, like, oh, why, why aren't you feeling well, you know? We get, um, oops, let me back up a little bit. 
that 10 grand we take it we get it from our aunt okay actually her husband so my uncle right in return he takes our inheritance land in pakistan which is worth multiples of that Damn. for that 10 grand because we were so desperate we were yeah. so desperate yeah. as a loan not like a loan but like hey if i give you 10 grand i get your fucking land yes that's a dick move dude dude a huge dick move right dick. so and my mom is panicked she's like fuck that's my kid's inheritance you know yeah so she's figuring out so she the son of that old lady cuts her check for 10 grand Damn. Just like this, like you know what? You're such a nice lady, but you're so stressed out. She can't, she can't believe it. Fuck, right? Yeah. She calls my uncle, like, okay, we got ten grand. He's like, leave it in the mailbox. Doesn't even want to see us, because we get ostracized from our family after my dad left, leaves. Right. Just everyone because? in America, it, it, our family, other Christians, just you know. And we have no idea what's going on, right? You don't have to go into it, but just because something your dad did, they yeah. ostracized you guys? Okay. Yeah, yeah. All right. And we have no idea why this is happening. We're just like, fuck, man, we need help, right? Yeah. We need, like, support. This is when we need oh, support. Sure. Only people who helped us were Americans because they're like, man, shit happens in everyone's lives. Yeah. Right? But Asians have this thing, like, saving face, like, oh, holier than thou, even though their their own lives are fucked up. Right. But they want to appear as though they're not. Oh, their kids are educated. They're working these jobs. All right, they want to always appear better than they really are. Americans are a little bit less. They're like, hey, you know what? Fuck, that's life. You go through ups and downs, right? Everyone have their problems. So they, it was. Easy, I think a easy. lot of American families are that way. Like, uh, they're like, oh, there's no problem because we don't talk about problems. And and like on the surface, everything looks good, but underneath it could be just kind of falling apart. Or are these people more? The strangers more part of the church or part of that community or just random strangers? Just random strangers. So, for example, one of our... It's fucking lucky, one, dude. Yeah. Most people aren't that way. Yeah. Yeah. I, I don't think most people are that way. Fucking stroke a check for 10 grand, some people that you don't yeah. know. Yeah. And they're like, pay, pay us back whenever, right? So, she drops that. And I remember it was really hurtful for her. And we could get into... Because that there's still litigation going on in Pakistan. Connect to this land. So, we'll, we can talk about this later. But yeah. So, she gives that 10 grand... And she thought it was so disrespectful that, you know, we we got this ten grand and they couldn't they could hardly believe it. Like, where the fuck did they come up with dick, ten mad. grand? They're pissed off because yeah, they're pissed off. So we got our land back, you know. Yeah. And um, yeah, so that that was after that. I was like, I remember I remember writing a message to their son. If I ever see me, I'm gonna like, beat his <laughs> fucking ass. <laughs> uh, that and my like, mom was like, my mom was like, oh, you know, and it was a much older kid, you know. Yeah. I was like, I was just so mad, yeah. you know. I was just like, fuck, man, this is like the family, you know. Like you're in a strange country, and this is the people that brought you over, right? These are the people that brought us over. Yeah. That's this good. guy, so he went to the bank with my father when we had initially come, and and he found out how much money my dad had. Oh, fuck. Because my dad dude. didn't want to say it, but he couldn't believe Dude, he could hardly believe it. He's like, you have how much? Right? Yeah. It, it was, yeah, so so a lot of that's going on. and Yeah, because like, I could have got that for you showed up, motherfucker. Yeah. <laughs> that's, that's what he's thinking. Yeah, and and they made it sound like, oh, just show up. Everything is going to be cool. But they, it's like, no, dude, you, you need a job. You need to make money, like, right away. Yeah. Uh, understandable. I, I get that. Yeah. Like, so got to go and work. Because they're... You guys have, what is it? You have a, a visa, a green card? Not yeah. a green card, a it's visa? A, it's, it's a visa, and then, so we're, it's called a... 
You're not a permanent natural resident. You'll get your yeah, green card. Per, yeah, permanent That's my resident. Mom had. So we had this big green thing that we, oh, yeah. like a giant certificate that we had to carry around. And you had an ID too, right? An ID too, yeah. yeah. That's what my mom had. So right away we could, you know, we could just start working. Mm-hmm. And um, Same way. What so a great fucking country that, it, that if you go through the process. Dude, right away. If you bang, go through the shit. process and then you don't have to cry, oh, evil America. No, man. Like, you're evil. You're the one yeah. coming here illegally. You know, and taking opportunities from people who have done the right thing and are trying to do the right thing, right? And and overall, you know, America is a great country. Overall, just a philosophy of the culture here. You know, a lot of people, it's it's very easy to hate the guy with the clean car. Fuck yeah. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. ah, look at that asshole with a yeah. clean car. It's like, no, motherfucker, you can go wash your car too. Yeah. No one's stopping you, you know? Or you can go, you can, whatever. Right, they can be different versions of that, but it's so easy to hate America, and it's kind of sad to see people who live here hating it. You know? Yeah. Uh, I like, joke all the time too. I'm like, back when Michael Phelps was swimming, shit like that. I'm like, no wonder why the fucking world hates us. The dude goes out, smokes a bunch of fucking weed, then smashes everybody in the pool. Yeah. It's like, yeah, no wonder why people hate fucking Americans, yeah. dude. <laughs> We're just so, like, <laughs> whatever, whatever we decide to to do to do, we become the best at it. Yeah. Uh, funny enough, look at the masks. Chinese have been wearing the masks for what? Long since the early time, 90s, dude. right? Yeah. Or something. They, you bring masks to America. Within the first week, there were Mexicans selling masks at, yeah. the, at the side of the road in <laughs> right. L.A., right? right? And then you got, now you got Gucci masks. You got American. Pr- <laughs> you bring anything to America. Yeah. We're going to commercialize it and make okay. it cooler. Yeah. You bring wrestling here. You just make it like cooler. Different styles like collegiate, freestyle, right. all the Greco. And sh- you're going to do it better than Russians. We're going to do it, you know. Iranians have been doing this for, I don't know, hundreds and hundreds of years longer, right? And we show up like a few hundred years later and still yeah. beat them, right? Or jiu-jitsu, right? It's like some of the, some of the best now, I'm, I mean, you know, they're still there's Brazilians are doing it better, but still yeah, but there's that's plenty of Americans. Thing, like this American jiu-jitsu, jiu-jitsu thing. Yeah. Like, what right. the fuck's American jiu-jitsu? It's like, it's just fucking jiu-jitsu. Yeah, it's just jiu-jitsu, yeah, right? It's and, just but whatever we decide, it's like... Man, we just, we just want to be the best, you yeah. know? And I, I, I love that. All right, so 10 so, grand. Mom gets yeah. to 10 grand. Everything's good at that point. You're how old? Is that like your senior year in high school? Yeah, senior year in high so school. So you guys figure that shit out. Yeah. Like, who's like who's making money for the family now that My dad mom. has to go? Yeah, so, so I'm working too. Yeah. What so are you I'm doing for work? Landscaping. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> love it. Yeah, dude. And you it was... You never a Pakistani landscaper. Yeah, man, it was... And it was it was like working mostly like weekends because still going to school, yeah, obviously, sure. right? But had cash in pocket and stuff. Every day, it was Bellevue, Washington, and I was living in Everett. I ran a it's rag like, through there. Yeah, it's about... Beautiful place. Yeah, it's, it is. Uh, not when you're fucking broke, you know what I mean? No. <laughs> then no, you got you to deal with rain and all that. Yeah. So I would take... We would take a buses back. My brother would work with me too sometimes, and we would... Like, it would take us three, three and a half hours to get back. The last Fuck couple dude. of miles, we would have to walk. So we're walking in rain. And I remember my youngest sister was home alone at one point. How old is she? Nine, maybe. Okay. Nine or ten. She's home alone. My mom's at work. My older sister's at work. Both of us are walking at like, I don't know, it's like 1030 at night now. <laughs> Coming in the home rain. from working. Yeah, in the rain. Dirty. I mean, landscaping. Yeah. We've been doing landscaping. Walking home, just looking at each other. Fuck. Yeah, fuck this. Fucking blows, yeah. you know? 
Um, America. It sounds like such a yeah. great idea. Yeah, it's America. Like, America. Like such It'd a be great awesome. Idea. It'd be cool. Fucking liars. Yeah, yeah. And uh, yeah. <laughs> so did did uh, did a lot of that. And and um, but but my father leaving had a huge impact on me because I sure. needed guidance. Well, that's the male role model. Yes, like, like and I needed that. Right, like my yeah. brother was probably closer to how you were as a kid. Like for him, like things just made sense. For me, it didn't. Right. Like I was like a fly beating my head against the window when there's a window open right next next yeah. to it. You know, you and needed just, the mail to go. This is how you do, or this is how you don't yeah. do, or this is how you act, or stuff like yep, that. Yep, I I needed that. You know, and uh, I, I all of a sudden I didn't have it. Yeah. So now I'm like, whoa, okay, I got all this like room to just like you know, it's like uh, taking that um, when you're releasing like animals back in the wild. Yeah, you open the fucking cage and they. They Gone. just fucking take off. They don't yeah. even know where they're going. They yeah. start running into shit. That was me. Right. <laughs> just hanging out with like not good people. What's not good people? Uh, Gangbangers, okay. like Mexicans, because I kind of got along with them. I kind of looked like, like them. Kind of like a Mexican, yeah. Yeah, kinda so I kind of looked like them. So that was, and that kind of helped me out a lot after. Well, then they're accepting of you. It's they're family, accepting, like right? Another brown guy. Exactly. Like that. So, so I get it, dude. Yeah, so it, it's kind of like an easy transition you know and yeah. i was like okay i could hang out with well, them it's community dude and that's what like, like that's we're, it we we're talking about the other day it's like community is so important we have a community yes you know, th- that we love but but when you're a kid with no money dad's not around stuff like that's like wh- where's your community it's either in sports or friends or right. something yep. like that or you're this dude that's by himself that's a fucking weirdo right? yeah exactly and i i didn't want to i i, I like people you yeah, know i like being around people, people. Yeah. people i like hanging out with people and um yeah so that was that that's kind of like that's where really I just became very lost, you mm-hmm. know, and and that I stayed You're in that 17 lost. Seventeen at the time. I'm, yeah, I'm like sixteen, seventeen at the time, okay. and from that time on until in my early twenties, I just stayed like lost. I just could Crazy. not, couldn't figure it out. I'm like, man, you know what I mean? Because your brother probably wasn't equipped to help you. No, way. Yeah. mom's too busy working. Always shit like that. Right? Like, yeah. And uh, you're trying to figure it the fuck out. Yeah, and we're still like helping, right? So yeah. we're we're still helping each other. Like yeah. whatever we're, we're working, we're like giving our mom the paycheck. Yeah, like what do we time. need? Yeah, yeah. So it's like okay, mom here, figure it out. Here's, yeah, Can here's I get twenty paycheck. bucks back. That's it. <laughs> yeah. That's funny. That's it. Mm-hmm. It was like no, here, it. here's here's a check. Uh, I'll just take twenty bucks. Yeah, and Can then I I'll, and I'll, now I gotta like. I yeah. got to scrounge that 20 bucks to see like how far I can take it. You know? Awesome, dude. Yeah, that was, so that was like really hard. That became like life. I'm like, oh man, yeah. we didn't know like there was more. Is that what led you to uh, signing up? Uh, yeah, so f- I wanted to join right away because I, I was, I saw like a dude in the uniform. Oh yeah. So did you grad, like graduate from high school? I graduated from high school. Cool. Yeah. And um, how big is your class? few hundred people okay it's not huge yeah i think it was like it, it was pretty huge i think it was close to like i don't know 800 people maybe how many pakistanis <laughs> two maybe i don't know <laughs> okay. yeah, i always be on the outside you know like no i get it dude yeah, and like i don't think people that haven't been on the outside like they don't fucking get it even they, though like, they don't know what that feels like no even you know? though i had friends and yeah. I, had, I was in sports and i was yes. accepting i was getting stuff like that like yeah. i don't know maybe you you and i are similar yeah I've never really 100% fit in yeah. to any place I've been. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. like, so in Pakistan, I was a Christian kid. In America, I'm the Pakistani. Yeah. You see what I'm saying? Yeah. So it's just, it's just one of those things. So I became comfortable with that. So I, going into a group, I expected resistance. 
So I'm like, okay, resistance, resistance, okay, block, block, resistance, okay, one guy in, okay, now my foot's in, and now I'm like, right. good, right? Once they get to know me, then it's like, okay, maybe not this guy. We can pick on the other guy, maybe not this guy, you know? Did you graduate from high school with decent grades, okay grades? Decent grades. Okay. Yeah. In high school, in, you knew you were going to the military? I, yes. Or I you kind of wanted to. I wanted to, right? So it, I got some, like, academic awards freshman and sophomore because since I came from a, a high level of yeah. like education, it was like easy. That but then the last two years, I was like, this. like, you, yeah. well, you don't have to, you can do no work and still pass these classes. <laughs> That's American system. It's so easy to pass. You know, yeah. literally you just show up and you pass. Sometimes you don't even have to show up and you pass. <laughs> anyway. So it's like my, my college career. <laughs> <yeah>. <laughs> but, uh, but I wanted to go to the military and I, I don't know how I got this idea that I wanted to join the military. I think I saw a Marina uniform. It's like, holy fuck, this is cool. awesome. Yeah. yeah. So I remember my recruiter was, his name was Batman. Like legit? <laughs> legit Bat. His brother? name was Batman. Was no, 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 no. He was, uh, I think he was a Mexican guy or something. Okay. It was maybe Mexican-Asian mix. So huge monster dude and like, you know. Big head like me. Yeah. Probably my cousin. Dude jacked. <laughs> this, but yeah, but this dude not jacked. Like me. Yeah, not like yeah, me. Yeah, no, 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 no. So there were all these like, in the recruitment office, his pictures on. Well, oh, how'd dude. you get there? Like, you're like, I'm just going to walk in this office yeah. one day yeah, after, yeah. after graduation? Like, I wasn't even graduated yet. So okay. I, was still, I was still in high school. And so you're this by guy, yourself? You walk in there? Dude, I, you know, I don't I was I don't, like, that's a yeah, fucking I don't remember. mistake. <laughs> yeah, 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 I don't remember. <laughs> that's a fucking so, mistake. Here, sign right here, kid. It, oh, that was it. <laughs> Delayed that was entry it. program. So, they need, so I, was, I wasn't 18 yet, so they needed my mom's signature. I bring this guy to my house. Yeah, how'd that go? I'm like, oh, my mom's like, okay, well, yeah, that's nice. You know, we'll talk about it. This is how tricky my mom is she doesn't tell me no don't do it yeah she gets one of my cousins who i respect he, he it was his actually landscaping company that i was working at okay and great guy you know and he's gets him to convince me that's not dummy yeah like, that, yeah. like what a tactician right so so anyway so i'm like okay yeah all right sir i gotta wait a little bit i think that was a huge mistake because after that i got lost again Gotcha. And then... No more purpose, right? No I more purpose, remember, right? Yeah. I was in college. I, I flunked college three times because I was just like, oh, I just... What college? Was it like a community college? I was, uh, yeah, it was both, both of those colleges were community college because okay. I was like, ah, you know what? Let me see what I want to do, you know? And both times I was just like, man, this, I just didn't want to do it. Yeah, so it's a timing thing, I it's think. It's a timing thing. For a lot and of I males. think I was pushed into it because in our culture, education is held at such high regard. Like your <laughs> mom was like, oh, go to college, go... That, yeah. That's it. As long just as I'm in college, family's happy. Yeah. Uh, or not family, my mom, really. Yeah, same. So, so I was like, flunked three times. I was like, man, that's not for me. So I'm going to, let me, let me try something. So I was working, right? Just working uh, either a job or something. And at 23, I'm like, fuck, you know, that's I think I had That's a fucking long period, dude. You're lost for a bit. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. From And we were moving, too. So we moved a couple of different places. Okay. Right? In Washington. Uh, in Washington and then New York. So oh, we fuck. end up in Buffalo, New York. What the fuck? Yes. Cold as hell. Dude, I'm telling you, it's and it just went up and down, up and down, up and down, you know. Why'd you end up in, in Buffalo, New York? That's where my business partner's from. Because we had we had family in Toronto. So the only Close, other yeah. people that we knew in on the continent of North America <laughs> or Canada were in Toronto. And the closest place to Toronto was Buffalo. It's right on the border. Yeah. Beautiful so, place. Okay. <laughs> so yeah, so that was like that was like really, really uh, scenic, really tough, you know. So I walk into this 
so I had a what do you call it like a quarter life crisis kind of I was like oh fuck man well yeah like, 25 yeah your fucking free prefrontal cortex is still stupid yeah so I, I go in there and I, I walk into the recruiter's office I'm like send me I want to want the the most dangerous job I can get essentially what I told him right and from my research it was infantry and I could become a paratrooper because most of the airborne units were deploying a lot and blah, blah. I was like okay all right, paratrooper. I want to become a paratrooper so I buy books on paratrooper I watch, start watching documentaries and shit I was like yes this is it I go and the guy's like, okay, he's like, uh, you know, you can, he, I don't I remember what marks I got, but he was like, oh, you can do this and get oh, your more. Score. Yeah, as a score, uh, you can get like more bonus. I was like, I don't want, I don't want nothing. Yeah. Just get me out of here. Give me a rifle like, and a fucking day, parachute. Right two days. Just like send me, you know, and the guy, so I, I don't tell anyone that I'm doing this, trying to get into the military. This time I'm like, I'm, I'm not telling fucking What job anyone. were you doing at the time? Do you remember? I think I was working at a... Practice restaurant? Yeah, so no. <laughs> I, I wish, man. Probably would have gotten some free food. <laughs> uh, I think I was working at an envelope factory, I think. An envelope factory? Yes. Like licking envelopes? Yeah, licking envelopes. No, they made Sounds like... Sounds right for you. Yeah, it was... Um, yeah, I, I don't know. It was... They made envelopes for like... Yeah. Big fucking brands. It's a basic like, paper processing plant. Yes, that's what it was. And uh, I mean... They, Pay was good, you know. So I was like, yeah. man, I'm making like I'm making money. It was like two days on, two days off. Whole family's there, brother, Whole sisters, everybody's yeah, there. Okay, every, everyone's there. So the family unit stays together, yes. which is probably important too. Yeah, yes. Because they're because you got older brother, uh, older, older sisters, sister. right? Yeah. And they're still coming along. Yes. Okay. So where's dad? Like nobody knows where dad's at. Yeah, nobody okay. knows. Right. And we're just like, fuck, what's going on? You know, I, right. we had no clue. Mom's not telling you anything. No, she probably she's knows, not telling us. Like, Once yeah. in a while, she's like, oh, I'll talk to dad. You know, it's, oh, here's the phone. Like, yeah, I don't want. Uh, now at this Hi, point I'm like, who's you? this guy? Yeah. You know? What are you doing? Yeah, <laughs> it was, it, you know, it was just. That'd be strange for a kid. It was very strange and just didn't know, didn't know well, how to deal with it. Just confusing, like, yeah. you know. And I'm looking for dudes, like looking for mentors and shit. You know, yeah. I'm reading books and and um, you know self help books and mm -hmm. shit just to kind of figure out like fuck what's going on. So I end up joining the uh, a week before I figure all everything out. Week before I'm gonna leave. For the military, I tell my mom, like, all right, yes, I'm like, all right, yes, I'm leaving in like exactly yeah. a week. So I was in school too at the time. I was like, that's good, yeah. that's done. I'll come back to you later, maybe. And joined and uh, never felt better. Where's MEPS at in, uh, in, uh, in upstate New York? Like, where you have to report and then go? Yeah, Niagara Falls. Okay. Yeah, I went yeah. to Niagara Falls MEPS. Right. I still have the paperwork. <laughs> Do you? I don't even yeah. know where any of my shit's at. Niagara Falls. It's, uh, yeah. I'm so bad about that because we didn't have like cell phone cameras, shit like that. Like, yeah. All these photos I could have had, like, I got a couple of fucking, you know, a couple of photos randomly here and there. Yeah, yeah. I fucking got... break out the damn disposable camera. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. That's right? what it was. Yeah, I know. Disposable yeah. camera I took yeah, with me. That's what we fucking had. Oh, fuck. Yes. So, and I was like, ooh. And right when I first dude that got in my face, I was like, well, you like, didn't go to processing, ease. right? You land in, in, yeah. in, in, uh, in, uh, in Georgia. Yeah. Go to Fort At Benning. like 4 a.m. or oh, some yeah, shit. It's you know, it was like quiet and eerie. And uh, 38G is the is the place they call it. It's like cement color. Everything is like yeah. gray. War, it's World War II barracks. That's yeah. All, that's it's, all it is. And, uh, and I couldn't, you know, I was still a skinny kid. Oh, look, back up a little bit. So I had an MMA fight a week before I left. Oh, so, so you started doing martial arts back then? Yeah, yeah, yeah. What? So boxing was the first one. Oh, so high school I started boxing because I was like, fuck this. Hanging out with Mexicans, they box, right? Everyone boxed. So 
it's Mexicans so, in our boxing. Yeah, man. And, and little kids, right? So I'm just, man, fuck, man. These little guys, no one's fucking with them. Like, what's going on, right? Yeah. They're all fucking boxers. They're knocking motherfuckers out. Yeah. They're, they're not taking no one's shit. Yeah. They're little, like, like little dudes hanging yeah. out, right? Four or five dudes hanging out. No one's fucking with them. You want to get punched by, <laughs> by four or five? Yeah, or you punch. Fuck that. They jump you. <laughs> yeah, you fucked you know? up. They sneak up on you and jump you. They're like... <laughs> <laughs> like, like Mexican ninjas. Yeah, man. They're, they're like, they hide for you. Like, you know, they're like watching out for you. Oh, fuck, man. And they jump out of the corner, beat the shit out of you and just run. That's it. <laughs> with their Cortezes, you know? <laughs> <laughs> their Cortezes. <laughs> Bunch of like baggy pants and Cortezes yeah, pull, running pull, with a belt. Pulling their pants up. <laughs> yeah, with, right the right be- with one belt hanging down. Yeah, the Boy Scout belt. Yeah. So, yeah, I had an MMA fight like right before so I left. So, you're boxing I, I just, in high school? Boxing in high school. With the MMA, Boy, bro. A, like, boys in Bur- it was, I think it was like YMCA club or something. So, I was right. boxing for free, you know? Okay. But it was it was cool because I was around that. I remember how heavy the boxing gloves felt on my 16 hand. ounce gloves? Dude. It was so, I was like, fuck, people box with these things, you know? But eventually, you're only I got 140 better. pounds back then. Dude, I was, uh, might have even been smaller than that. Yeah. You know? But in my, my, in my head, I'm just like, oh. How do you man. get into an MMA fight just from boxing? Some fucking someone's like, hey, we, we need well, to I, your Okay, weight. so some boxing, and then I start, I start doing kickboxing when I was. So the boxing was in Seattle, kickboxing was in Buffalo, New York. Okay. So I start getting into that. You know, I had a my first real coach was a Puerto Rican guy, actually short, bald guy, had like stab wounds like all over his body and shit. He came from like New York and moved here for whatever reason, right? He wanted to get away from it. He became my coach. He was my first like father figure. Okay. Angel Ortiz, you know. It's, amazing amazing coach and he's the guy who kind of took me under his wing and like taught me the confidence and eye contact and like you know sh- striking and he just took time he took time with me you know showed me like basics of striking you know, like fuck, man, this guy's like taking his time and it just felt good you know how often were you doing that a couple times a week or oh yeah yeah a few times a week yeah so not not like on a regular basis no no because like, no, like, i still had to pay right yeah, yeah and it was there was just a lot going on and then i'm getting into these like backyard brawls i remember one time man i got busted <laughs> up so bad but i was so happy and i'm like i look crazy because i went to get gas on the way home and i still had my crazy t-shirt on with the blood on it your face all fucked up face all fucked up and i have no feet i'm like any, anyway it was just you're really feeling good. Weird. Yeah. yeah, it was a really weird time. I just had weird energy that I needed to release and shit. Just you kids, know? It's fucking male, young male it's stuff. Just dude. young male stuff. If you don't have guidance, man, it's like, Thank God it's a disaster. <laughs> yes, no, man. I, yeah. And um, it, again, I, in high school, re- I quit wrestling because I was doing cross country okay. track and I started doing wrestling. It was just too hard and nobody was there to tell me, hey, don't give up. Yeah, that's another thing I think don't about. I'm quit. like, don't quit, you know. And I was the kid that needed. If somebody would have probably said once, like, "Fuck that, dude, don't quit," yeah. I would have been like, "You got this." Okay, let's do it. You know, it yeah. would have been something. Maybe I would have found more. Wrestling's of a fucking hard, dude. Yes, yes. Do you see that thing on Flow Grappling, wrestling like wrestling versus grapplers? Yeah, yeah. It's fucking hard. It, it is. Yeah. It is hard, you know. And I think just with a little bit of guidance, it's amazing. And and I know you. You're worked tough a, as shit. Yeah, because you've worked a lot with like you know boys and girls clubs with yeah. young little bit of guidance it's amazing what it can do for for males you know that's why i'm so adamant about you know like when i'm yelling at people especially young kids (laughs) see here yelling at people (laughs) because i know how important it is there's some kids that train with us and i'm telling you if if they don't have guys like me or like brandon Mm -hmm. in their lives they're like little white kids from gilbert they don't know 
what it feels like when you get slapped across the face. That feeling, the chemical rush, you know, your yeah. body reacts, like heats up. They don't know what that feels like. I told them the other day, Doug, hey, man, you're moving good. Yeah. You just, like, his you eyes just are like. You just see light up. You're like, oh, he's like, my God. I am? I go, yeah, yeah, dude, you're moving good. I'm like, you know, when you go out there Sunday, yeah. run your game. Yeah. And like Chad said, right, it's always, it's always a white kid from Gilbert that gets in trouble. Because they, they want to prove themselves, they go to the hang out with the wrong kids, and they want to right. They, yeah, yeah. They're trying to find that rush, yeah. and it gets them in trouble. The, the, the kids from the poor neighborhoods, they're like, man, it's kind of like they're looking for their escape. Kind of police our own too, right? Yeah. It's different. Like like if you grew up in a poor neighborhood, shit like that. Like those kids still fucking ride their bike to school, walk to school, shit like that. Like they handle their own shit there. It's not yeah. like it's, it, I, it's. I think like socially, the more upper class you are, especially in America, like Gilbert the less connected you are to the community. Oh, 100%. I mean, there was, there was a thing going on where a bunch of ki- rich kids from uh, San Francisco were committing suicide. They call them affluenza because affluent. They were affluent mm-hmm. kids because the shoes are so huge for them to fill for their parents or rather with multiple corporations or startup or billionaires, whatever it is, right? It's a huge... And L.A., right? I lived in L.A. You have that problem. Like, you have these bunch of rich kids that it's like, you know... The, Plus, they the don't know what teasers. real fucking struggle looks like. Right. You know, you know what I mean? So like, the, like what Jake said on his, he's like, I don't have fucking real problems. Yeah. You know, I go to the gym and I'm like, yeah, I don't have real fucking problems. I, I, I have stupid problems. Yeah. So there's no perspective for him. Yeah. It's, and, and I'm like, it's almost one of those things like, fuck, man. At some points in my life, it's like, man, I don't need any more fucking perspective. Yeah. I just want. We've been there. We've been there, done that. Enough, but, but life is not, it's not like. Oh yeah, I, I'm gonna come slap you when I when when you feel like getting slapped. Yeah. No, you're gonna get slapped when you're not ready. Yeah, generally speaking. And and or when shit is already fucking All, stacked. You're on already top of you. down. Yeah, you're already and, you fucked know, Something like, happens. Let me and just let me just knock your dick in the dirt just a little bit yeah. more. Yeah. And then you just kind of become better at better at uh, I don't want to say hiding pain, but just kind of dealing with it. You get slapped and you keep moving forward, right? Yeah. Like knee on the face thing, yeah. right? Hey, enjoy the knee on the face. Yeah. Just so learn to love the knee on the yeah, face. Take it in. There. Yeah, that, that's where I was like, you know what? Take just take it as a, it's a knee on the face. Do you know um, who Courtney Do Walter Bill Walter is? I'll I'll send a video, but she's a chick that ran the Moab two forty. Okay, two hundred forty mile race one time. She yeah, yeah, yeah. she beat everybody by ten. Was she hours. on Joe Rogan at one point? She might have been. I, I don't but know. She kind of. She doesn't look super athletic. Not at all. Yes, yes, she yes, like, yes, she's yes, a I science know. teacher. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, yeah, yeah. Yes. So, I know about so, so she phenomenal. ran two hundred forty mile race, beat everybody by ten hours. Everybody, guys and girls. Yep. Well, she talks about getting going to your pain cave, mm-hmm. and what what she talks about is how how lucky am I to get to this point where I get to feel this pain? Yeah. And she's like, I don't want to make my pain smaller. I want to expand yeah. it. It's like it's yeah. a, it, and, and I'm I'll still I'm just, and I'm still like learning that right. Like for me, that's why I feel so good. Like like you extended your hand out to me, right? And I accepted that because I want to be close to people like you because I know that hopefully your life gets better because of me, but I know my life will enhance if I'm around people like you, right? So I'm like, okay, and I need, I know I need better and better friends. If I want to move up in life in general as a human being yeah. or whatever it is, right? I need people around me who are doing the right thing. Yeah, you never so want to be the smartest I'm, guy in the room, right? You're in the wrong fuck room. no, exactly, <laughs> 100%, you know? And it, and I want, I want to be held accountable. I want to, my bullshit like called out on because I think that's one of the ways you show like for me if I don't like someone or if I don't want to be connected with someone I'll cut my communication yeah so I know that's the biggest disrespect kind of like the bit that's the biggest like no is when someone ignores you yeah 
you know, that's like worse than saying no. So for me, it's like, okay, I, I want to go out of my way to communicate with people like, oh, yes, you know. Yeah. Um, and, and even so when you asked me to do this, right, I was like, hmm, you know, I don't think I'm ready, right? Because I feel like a lot of people that come here, they have lived a life. And they have, they're like at a certain point, like Chad, right? You, he, he wouldn't want to do it 10 years ago. But no. I feel like I'm like Chad 10 years. Like I, I'm not 46 or 47 yet or yeah. 50, right? And I'm like, oh, dude, like I built this, I built this, I built this. I'm still in the process of like figuring out a lot of stuff. Fucking you know? we all are, dude. It's, <laughs> and it, it's the craziest thing. But at the same time, I know it's like say, uh, being in a habit of saying yes to opportunities. You yeah. know, just hey, you know what? What's, maybe someone will get something out of this or... Or I will get something out of it. Like, man, I can't believe I talked about that. Everybody does. Right? Every fucking time. Like, yeah. like it, it, it's a weird journey it's, that, it, that, yeah. you, that you get on. Because then you start talking. Like, even this, like, we're on a tangent or, or like, yeah. whatever. But it always happens this way. Then you start talking about other shit. And you're like, oh, I fucking forgot about that. Or, or, like, I, or like, I forgot about this. And who knows? Maybe there's another fucking Pakistani kid yeah. that, or, or, or kids from that part of the world. They're like, hey, yeah. all right, dude. I got the same similar yeah, yeah, story. Yeah. All right. Like, because you feel like you're alone, right? Right. Like your story f- seems very unique to you. Right. It's fucking not. It's not. <laughs> it's not. It's not. But it feels that way. It feels that way. Yeah. So funny thing about Pakistan. So we, so my dad go to Pakistan, right? 2003. He wants to take the whole family back. You're like, fuck that. Well, fuck. What the fuck's going on, right? So we go back to Pakistan in 2003. When all that shit's going down? All when the 10 grand comes above us? Okay. Yeah. So we, we go to Pakistan. Now, dad's like, okay, we're just going to stay here. And America didn't work out. My For mom, you, motherfucker. Yeah, my mom <laughs> knows differently, yeah, right? Sorry. She's like, uh. so we're at my aunt's house in Karachi, right? Sitting, uh, standing at, in her living room, and there's my mom, and we're behind my mom, and there's my dad here, and they're saying, once like my mom's like, no, I'm taking them back. Yeah, and I still, like, I mean, I I hold my mother at such like high esteem, oh, you I know? know? Yeah, but that was just one that. of those. That's just one time where she fought for us hey, that's another, mama bear dude yeah you, you can't get you, you can't get away yeah, mama another time bear where she fought for us but she came up with the 10 grand right so yeah. there's all these like moments where she's like shown courage let's you know? be honest dude women are so much tougher than men. they are man <laughs> they really are a lot of people like <laughs> so much I'll, I'll, tougher. I'll, I'll talk a lot of shit you know but people like, oh man you sound like a misogynistic i'm like no dude you have no idea the yeah. all the most important people in my life are all women yeah and that's not by like oh uh, by, by choice it just happens to be that yeah. way they they have they have been the one who stood up for me and stayed by me through well all that's the why bullshit, I say they're right? the nurturing ones yeah th- 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 they're the ones that want to make and I don't treat them better. the best right I'll, I'll treat my mom like crap and I'm like oh now I'm, she can get away with anything I'm just like man yeah. like, I'm you know that's a transition thing that's a transition thing get I think mature maturing too you know because and my wife obviously my two sisters right yeah. And all right, they're all women. Let's pause right there. Yeah. Go back. You're fucking a week out from going to basic training. <laughs> you got an MMA fight. Oh, yes. Okay. Do you go fight? Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I fought, yeah. Is it MMA, MMA? Or? Yeah, MMA, yeah. yeah like yeah, with MMA. MMA gloves or MMA, six ounce gloves? No, no, MMA gloves. Okay. MMA gloves, no, like everything. I was on an Indian reservation, right? So this is the only sanctioned fight that I've had. but And the only reason I wanted to do it, because I was like, man, I don't want to I don't want to, because I was already preparing for it, and then this military thing happened, because everything is kind of moving in conjunction, you know? And I was like, okay, I don't want to, I just want to fight at least once, so yeah. if I don't, I don't know what's going to happen after I join. Yeah. If I don't get the opportunity to fight again, I'm going to fight. So I fought, got my, oh, I, I knocked a guy down, like within the first, like, 
I throw I throw my like one combination I used to throw like the, the, the cake. <laughs> I, I drop the guy. I look at the rap. I'm like, no right. fucker, go kill him. The fucker stands up, takes me down, right? Yeah. Takes me to his corner, and then gets on top of me. His jiu-jitsu was just way way better. I, I didn't know it shit at the time. I was like a, it was like your boxer kickboxer. Right? That's it, yeah. you know. Uh, you keep it on feet. I was I felt good there. You you like those kids that do a move in fucking jiu-jitsu and like, oh my god, I landed it, and then they get reversed. <laughs> well, no, I really thought the fucker dropped like straight down. You yeah. know, and I was like, okay, this is over. And I don't want you know, I just didn't have the experience to yeah. be like, hey, you gotta finish the guy, you know. Uh, anyway, kaboom, he gets on ground and pound, like beats a beats my fucking face. Decision? Uh, no, rear naked. So I'm like, oh, he's, he's beating him, and I'm trying to get out. I can't. I turn. Right, Chucky. and then I try fighting the guy in the hallway afterwards, because <laughs> I'm I'm mad, right? I'm like, God damn it! I don't know why I thought I could win there too. <laughs> yeah, right. yeah, it was the fucking ref. I'll get you now. No, it was one of those like, like we were in a hallway, like walking, and I'm looking at him, and yeah. he's not looking at me, and he walked by like not looking at me because he's probably like he's trying to be nice. Like, he was trying to be yeah, nice, just you know. This kid, just choke this motherfucker out. Yeah, and I'm just anyway. You're uh, trying to save face. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. I was like, face. your ego got fucking oh, smashed. My ego got smashed. Anyway, so I go in. Yeah. Yeah. So I I go in, and uh, with fucked up face. <laughs> to basic training. To basic training. Oh, fuck. And uh, but I'm so fortunate that I was physically prepared, and like my, you know, I, I like I knew how to fight. I was a little kid, but I knew how to fight when I get in, which helped me out a lot. Oh yeah, cause you're gonna fight in the barracks. Yeah. <laughs> and yes, yeah, and infantry, right? So. You, you, you're going to get a bunch of uh, white dudes from Texas, field, yeah. 17 Arkansas. to 23, 25, yeah. all country boys. Some you're going to get from, you know, East Coast, West Coast. Everybody else is from the middle, you know. And uh, so I was fortunate enough to, I remember this one guy who was a boxer guy from uh, New York. Fuck, man, he was strong, right? So he w- there was this thing he would do. He would walk up to people, throw punches really fast, like, right? I was like, oh, he did that to me. I ducked down, grabbed him, <laughs> took him down, and my he- like forehead landed on his nose, like broke his nose, and oh, he's just shit. like, he just got up, like, oh man, get off me, get off me, the kind of a thing. <laughs> and I'm so I thought he was gonna fucking like we were gonna fight for real, but he just like that was it, you yeah. know. And fortunately, like stuff like this kind of helped me because then more people didn't want to. Yeah, like I'm not me, fucking you know? noble because he's probably gonna fight me. Yeah, so it was, so I'm I'm, I'm glad because almost everybody was fucking bigger than. You know, but um, but stuff like little stuff like that like helped me out. I choked that choked out another guy because we were, <laughs> we were, <laughs> we this was, they brought they brought a bunch of like Rangers and SF guys during yeah. our combatives week. Yeah, where we had mouth guard and they had gloves. They're like, let's beat a bunch of privates, you know. So this guy threw a combination at me, right? But I was used to for like MMA training, just basic shit, right? Yeah, yeah. You just you block, duck, takedown. So I did that to this guy <laughs> and, you know, got out of that situation. And then they wanted me to grapple another guy yeah. who was there. So there's like, I don't know, 200 fuckers like yeah, yeah, sitting sure. around. Yeah. Four companies, right? Each company's like 50, to 50 yeah. dudes or whatever. They grab a couple guys, throw them in the middle, get after it. Yeah. Hey, yeah, 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 yeah. So I was like. It's all the same curriculum. Same shit, yeah. right? So anyway, I t- take this take this, uh, fucking arm triangle the fuck out of this guy. And it was just basic. So you knew a little bit of jiu I knew, there. I, yeah, from the MMA thing, right? Yeah. And just, just knew a little bit. And uh, that helped me out fucking a lot, you know. Yeah. And then uh, other other times, just man, seeing some shit like this w- one Cuban guy is fighting this one of my rugby buddies. He was a rugby guy, beefy, you know, bald yeah. head. He was like Tough. 21 and had bald head because just smashing, <laughs> smashing into people. 
him fighting a skinny Cuban guy. And this Cuban guy, mid-fight, grabbed the other guy's dick. Bah! Just gripped it. He'd be a good jiu-jitsu guy. Dude. <laughs> Man, that rugby dude opened up like a star. Just like, sorry, sorry, sorry. No, yeah. no, please, please do, please do let go. Dude, I've never seen some shit like this. Yeah. I was like, that's a street fight. Garnell McGrady in a dick. Dude, that's a street <laughs> fight. Man, he was getting his ass open out of nowhere. That's one way to do it. It was just like, fuck. <laughs> so... To anyone listening out there, it shit works. If you're in trouble... You grab my dick. Yeah. If you're in trouble... We're going to keep going for a while. <laughs> <laughs> hey, man, you'd be surprised, man. Or maybe not. You know, you already had a kid, so you're, you're fine. You're like, I'm good. Take it. Take it home with you. No, they did all that combative shit, too, when I was in basic training. But I was like, yeah. I had to, like, play coy. Oh, yeah, of course. Like, I mean, like I knew nothing. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I was like, oh, I'm not... Because I was but, already but smart enough to do it. Right? Yeah, yeah but, but it's different, right? So... A lot of time, and this is something uh, Hicks and Gracie talked about in his book that I think you're, you're kind of yeah, reading. Brief, it yeah. Him versus uh, Hoyler. Hoyler is 135 pounds, 140 pounds, right? A lot of people thought they could fuck with him. So he had to go out of his way to prove himself. And I think that's kind of the position probably it would be me versus you, right? Because yeah, a lot yeah. of times people are just like, ah, whatever. I got to play coy. Gorilla. Like, you yeah. have to downplay it. Yeah, I yeah. kind of have to overplay it sometimes. Yeah, yeah. Over time, I can downplay it. Right. But initially, it's like a lot of people think, like, it's an easy target. It's like, no, dude. Yeah. You know? Um, so I agree. So anyway, so yeah, so basic train pretty easy for me. It was, yeah. I don't want to say easy, but it was, it was pretty easy. Dude. Yeah, yeah it, was, I mean, it, it was pretty easy because most of the kids are a bunch of scared little kids running around. Right. You're 23. It's not right. like you're 17. Yeah. Like, you know, high, and like, I'm like, and I remember I had a Marine buddy who also trained with me, like the MMA dude. Yeah. And he actually became like really big by the time I got out, by the time I got out of, uh, uh, the military, this guy was like a huge local star. I'm like, oh, really? man. I was the first guy to fight out of our gym. Okay. After I fought, they're like, fuck, man, this little fucker can do it. I like, can do and then it? a yeah. bunch of my friends, like three of my friends became like really big, like local stars. Right. Um, they came back and all had fucking monster ears and shit. I'm like, what the <laughs> fuck happened to you? Nose is like sticking to the side, like yeah. steroids they've been doing, right? So I'm like, fuck, man, your chin got big. What the fuck happened? Your skull grew a little yeah, bit. All the HGH. Yeah. <laughs> and, um, but that was fairly easy for me and and i just i enjoyed it you know yeah. i was just like, i had man. fun too like i was always smiling like they got yeah, yeah. The, the worst part for me like the hardest was like the rucking because mm-hmm. i i've just never it's a lot of weight dude a lot of weight 60, right 80 pound ruck, 60 whatever. 80 pound and little guys and then i remember you carried a saw i carried a 240 <laughs> you did they <laughs> always they it. always gave the 240 to the little guys right so i'm carrying a 240 oh man that was horrible <laughs> horrible you have a ruck on top of you have the yeah. 240, which is, I think it's about 27 pounds, if I'm right. <laughs> they can't, sh- and, and they're not going to let you carry it the way you want to carry it. They're going to make you carry it the most fucking, miserable way possible. Right? horrible, man. <laughs> I remember we were doing some light night land navigation, and we yeah. were running. So I have a rug, I have a nod, my nods on, yeah. I have my 240, right? So I trip. I'm about to fall on my oh, face. Fuck, yeah. As I'm falling, yeah. I set my 240 down, because I don't want to damage the Good fucking move. weapon. Tuck and roll. And my helmet, luckily, my helmet slipped like this, and I landed uh, on that. So, so it fell over your eyes? Dude, I got saved. But I remember, like, I'm like, I'm so, I'm a lot more worried about the 240 getting save fucked you. up <laughs> yeah, <laughs> than my gonna, face. Yeah, face isn't going to save you. That thing's going to save that, you. that, man, but I like my face better, you know? <laughs> and I hate it. I, so shit like that. Well-trained. Well-trained. Well trained. I'm like, weapons, man, they've, they've brainwashed me. Yeah. That's, it's over. Um, but after that, so uh, airborne. Go, go to uh, go to Airborne School. Uh, go to Airborne School right off the the, the parade field. Graduation field. I think it's better that way. Yeah, I didn't know. I didn't know people were getting breaks in between. I was like, fuck. 
Nah, anyway. I think it's better go that way because then you're fit, you're in shape. You, you know, you'll Amherst do your run test. Fucking cake, you know. Until how many dudes failed their run test right off the bat? I have no idea, man. Like, I didn't give a shit. Going, I was just yeah. like, fuck. Now, now you have time, right? Now yeah. you have your cell phone back, and mm-hmm. you have like time to do shit. Yeah. And school, school from fucking whatever six to six to three. Yeah, six and to then four, you're like free to go. I was yeah. like, okay, so I'm always good at making time, right? You tell yeah. me something. In between, whatever could happen, I'll, I'll show up whenever the time is, right? right. So they're like, okay, this time we're gonna line up. First jump was my probably my best most favorite jump ever because it was just unexpected you know i remember the guy next to me was like fucking passing out i'm like waking up i was like motherfucker wake up right because he was just so nervous dude he was oh, just really? like fucking going and he he got hurt gotcha. you know you're supposed to land with like oh, feet yeah. and knees together yeah this motherfucker he's, he's you know opening up like oh just yeah exploding himself yeah dude just ground, it was horrible dude. so it's stack line jumping it's like that's not fun no, yeah, well it is not fuck, fun. Yeah, well just you have clunky equipment. It's the, all still from like Vietnam era and shit. The worst shit you could possibly have on your Yeah, <laughs> that's why you're double checking it, triple checking it. You're like, this yeah. better work. Someone dies in training every day. Yeah, <laughs> yes. You know, so so first jump was, it was, man, it was the most beautiful thing ever. Like I jump and all of a sudden I can't hear the plane. I just see this plane going by and it's quiet. Like, and I'm like, it's beautiful. And it's not a it's not a long fall, you know. It's just I don't know, whatever. It's like thirty seconds or something yeah. maybe. Uh, but you're falling like a sack of potatoes, like, and then you're hearing dudes like fall. Yeah. <laughs> oh man. Yeah. And then my first night jump, man, that was scary because you don't know, you don't know when you're gonna fun. land. So my first night jump, like yeah, your eyes can't adjust to it fast enough. Mm-mm, no. <laughs> But it's you've been in the plane for so long and you're so sweaty and hot. Yeah. You're just like, just <laughs> just jump. You're just running out of the plane. You're just yeah. like, you know what? I don't even care what I'm jumping into. I'm just yeah. jumping. Get me out of here. Fucking let me land in a pool. Yeah, I don't <laughs> care. I did. So I land. So I land a goddamn foxhole, which wasn't covered because they need they want they need to cover this shit because of this reason, right? right? Roll my fucking ankle. First night jump. Oh fuck. And the rock lands on top of my head. Oh man, it was a horrible situation. Someone had to pull me out. And uh, I didn't start lifting until I got to Afghanistan. Damn. I shook this guy's hand. It was like a, some old general guy who was like a kid, and he fought the Russians. A huge scar on his face. I shook his hand. Dude, I was like, if I was ever in a fight with this guy one-on-one, he'd just fucking rip my limbs apart. <laughs> just just break me. So I was like, I had brought like two. Shake like, weights? Uh, uh, no. <laughs> Should have fucking brought those. I need some more entertainment there. But they had two logs of uh, Copenhagen okay. and a bunch of like cigarettes and shit. You chewed back then? Oh, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. And smoked. Okay. Newports. And <laughs> so, <laughs> like a brother. Yeah. Smoked some Newports. You could hang out Copenhagen. All yeah. All so, so I give those away. I'm like, dude, that's it. Just started fucking deadlifting. And I think I gained like, I don't know, 40 pounds or some shit. In, like, a Pure year. strength lift right there. Dude, it was you. just like deadlift. Yeah. God, they pop. Every day, probably one of the best ideas. <laughs> every day. Ever, dude, yeah. every Horrible day. Idea. Yeah. Horrible idea. Drinking protein shakes, <laughs> get weight gainers. Absolutely no direction whatsoever. No, I'm just, just gonna, lifting. Whatever it is, I'm going to do it. Yeah, and I got all of you know, started having like back pain and shit, like running because you still had to run. Yeah, you're infantry. Infantry. You're 150 pounds, dead and every day. Yeah. I'm not built for it, bro. Yeah, and then like lost a little bit of weight and felt a lot better. But, um, but yeah, that was, that's when I. Put on a little bit of fucking weight. Yeah, a little bit of size. You're strong for your size. Fortunately, yes. Yeah, yeah. And I mean, good you're strong balance. in general, but I have you're like real good balance, like naturally, which is you know, 
<laughs> it's okay. That's it's okay. It's all right. It's okay for a jujitsu guy. Yeah. It's good for a jujitsu. You have good balance for a jujitsu guy. For a wrestler, it's okay. Yeah, maybe. <laughs> no, Man, wrestling. No. I-, I love wrestling. Like, I feel You're a natural like grappler. You are. I, yeah. I've told you that before. Yeah. You move good. Like, once you kind of figure out the mechanics of being yeah. on your feet, you're going to be better. I-, I feel comfortable. Yeah. Grabbing, grappling, then I do striking. Like, I'm more confident. Agreed. Like, if I get my hands on someone, I feel a lot better. I'm like, okay, I'm yeah. like, I, I got you, you know? Yeah. Striking, eh, you know? You can you can go against a person who's, like, more aggressive and yeah. lose. Grappler, yeah, you can be aggressive, but you can, out, you know... Slow you down, yeah, a bunch of different ways. Um, All right, so Afghanistan, served there how long? So, let, actually, let's, let's back up. So... We're training to go to Afghanistan. This is 2000 and, uh, 2009, 2010. We're going to training to go to Afghanistan, so we're doing all the infantry shit, right? Um, running all our like tactics that we're gonna use in Where's your Afghanistan. Where's Bravo. Okay. Yeah. And we so we come back from 2000 December of 2009. We come back from Christmas leave. We go in the field. January 1st, 2010. We come back after 14 days. No shower, in the cold, right? Like, oh, man, it's going to be great. We're going to go in back. In Georgia? Uh, no, now, now I'm in Fort Bragg. Okay. Fort Bragg, home of the 82nd. So they're like, oh, you guys are going to Haiti. <laughs> You're like, what? <laughs> like, where the fuck is Haiti? I thought we were, they're fucking with us, you know? So we're, we're coming back and unloading our shit, you know, at the company area. They're like, oh, you're going to Haiti. Like, fuck, man. We're no. They're like, no, you're going to Haiti. At that time, we were on GRF status which is global response force where they could send our unit anywhere in the world for in within 18 hours within 18 hours so they sent us to haiti because there was an earthquake which we didn't know oh, and they had their being, biggest yeah. prison in port-au-prince had broken so the four thousand inmates that special forces in back in 93 or something put away all these fuckers are out now <laughs> and they're out then they're, they're like you know, yeah, starting to, like, regroup. They're out there doing their thing. <laughs> yeah, so so they send an infantry unit there for security, essentially. Yeah. So, I'm like, fuck, man. So, one C-130 had two Humvees and five dudes. That's how, that's how this operation, they just started sending people. They didn't care. Dude, it was like, you ever see, like, a beehive? That's what it looks like, but it looked like with, like, C-130s, C-17s, like you just see this plane just landing, dropping people off, taking off, landing, and they're just back and forth. Because we go from North, went from North Carolina, stopped in Florida to refuel in Haiti. Haiti, we landed like, I don't know, 2, 3 a.m., wake up, like, oh, my God. So uh, Fort Bragg is like cold, super cold. At that time. Haiti is humid. So wake up. Summer gear? Huh? (laughs) Pack your summer gear? Yeah, yeah. One backpack. Like, grab your backpack. We're leaving. Land in Haiti, dude. Wake up in hives. One night, I'm like, fuck. There's red shit all over my body. I'm like, fuck, man. And I'm so hot. I run to the little little portajon and shit. Yeah, yeah. Cut my underwear out because I'm like, man, I'm gonna fucking die. It was so humid, <laughs> like that um, tropical heat. Oh yeah. Man, you have to feel. It's like you can't breathe. And we're at this point, they don't have a place for us to live, so they put us in this old crumbling kindergarten school that they were using as a trash site 
So they send us there third day of like sleeping on the airport on the ground on the grass and shit, you know, yeah. cockroaches and shit. They send us to the, so we have to clean this area. I have pictures from this place, man. You're just like, no fucking way. So we get. Like, the, I thought it was in America. No, yeah. I'm, I'm fucking back so in Pakistan. Ha- Haiti. So they take us. We have to clean this all this trash out. We don't even get cots. We get the box, the cardboard boxes that the cots <laughs> came in. So we're sleeping on that shit. God bless the army. Dude, yeah. And um, anyway, so eventually we we're like there for like forty five. I don't know. 45 days we're getting four bottles of water and two mr mres a day for first 10 days like no shower so we're like running our like you know missions where we're doing security we're basically taking foreigners doctors and medicine we're protecting hospitals and medicine and foreign doctors that's our job main job basically and eventually we did some patrolling to make sure that some neighborhoods that have that had like some murder rates go up and stuff we just have to patrol just presence presence patrol is what they called it. Um, first 10 days, no shower. Fuck, man. You open your pants, you're like, you close it right back up. You're like, this is, I don't know what's growing down there. I'm keeping that closed. So the first 10 days, the shower, they had these like weird like tent showers that look like car washes. Yeah. Fuck, man. There, there was like water was up to like your yeah, like almost like yeah. your knees. But you were so happy washing yourself, man. Yeah. That nothing is better than your morale booster than a shower. You Always, don't know, no matter what, you know, where in the fuck you come from. Now, it's, you won't know the joy of shower until yeah. you haven't showered for like a week or two weeks. You take it, you're like, something about water, you know, on your, anyway. Come back. We're taking Doxy, by the way, the whole time there, which I had no idea what this pill can do to you. <laughs> fuck, man. Like, can you just acid? You're not taking shitting for a week, you know? And, Come back, go to Afghanistan first. Like within like a month later or two months later, a couple months later, we go to Afghanistan, and um, that's when I figured out I was like, okay, military mission for me. <laughs> like not for an illicit dude. Yeah, yeah. So I was I was just E three at the time. I was E three at the time. Yeah. yeah. And uh, it was it was just not not the war kind of I had expected in my mind. Yeah. You know, we ended up like well, training. Well, that's for being in like the regular army sucks versus being in a special operations unit or special forces unit like that where like you don't get the best shit <laughs> like you're yeah. like no we actually know. got pretty good shit like so still it was an infantry unit you know we were um you're still uh, mounted yeah so we had like mark 19 we had but overall yeah i would say uh, of course these guys you know they, yeah. they you're get, not in and out on this special. mission for yeah yeah and uh but i remember our commander was like man fuck this special force unit you know they think they're they're like walking around you know Man, he would hype us up. He's like, man, when they're in trouble, they're going to call you because we're we're the one with 50 cals, Mark 19s and 240s, yeah. right? We're going to come in. True. We're the infantry dogs. And and uh, and we were, man. We were tough little bastards. Like, we were just like, and, and these... Uh, you still get treated as well. Oh, yeah. Like, like and, and... That's the difference. And even, like, these special forces dudes, like, they fucking loved us, you know? Because they, yeah. they could, like, fuck, man, these little... Little bastards, like when we call them, they're gonna come, oh, yeah. you know. And even when training with them, they love training us compared to like other guys because they knew that we were eager, we're like, oh man, the new tactics. Like, right, first time I was shown how to like properly clear a room. So, did CQBs come with you? It was holy yeah. shit, you're like, oh, yeah. man, this shit works, man. And you moved, like, <laughs> makes sense, <laughs> right? Works. It was just like, this is simple shit, and it makes sense. And that's, right. I remember these SF guys that were simple tell, but not easy, yeah, right? right. And they, this, we trained with these CAD guys, and and they're like, we're, we're not better than you. We're just better at doing the simple things. Yeah. 
Well, they're, over and they're over better again. training. Yeah. They're yeah. And more training. emphasis is put on and more, updated. And more repetition. More repetition, right? They're getting more time. For us, they're just filling up our time with bullshit. Oh, cut the fucking grass with scissors and like... They're brown belts. Yeah. You guys are a bunch of blue belts running around. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. You know top what you're blue, doing. Top blue belts. Yeah, you know what you're doing. Yes. You can fuck some people up, but you don't have the the, no. the intricate details of, of, of what's going on. Yeah. But you run through a wall if, if they tell you to. Yeah, exactly. Put me behind a gun and that's it, you know. Yeah. Just I'll mow some see shit See you later. <laughs> right, yeah. Um, se- then third one was Iraq. And that, ironically enough, and, you know, through these deployments, like I've, I've gotten lucky. Like, I never got injured, came back with my toes and fingers and toes and shit, you know. But some of our friends, it was always, like, this weird thing where we were first platoon. Every time first platoon didn't go out, something fucking happened. It's weird how it happens that way. It's so weird. And my mom would say, she's like, you know, she's like, she had everyone praying for me. I bet. You know? And and she still says it. She's like, oh, you know, God, God brought you back. And... And dude, it's the craziest, craziest things happened to. There was a one kid who got, who got blown up. He was the third platoon, and nineteen-year-old uh, kid, the newest kid who came to our unit right before we deployed. That right? sucks, dude. Newest kid, youngest, and the newest kid who showed up, gets blown up first, and gets a worse injury too. Gets hit with the RPG. RPG is fucking bouncing around in the in the truck. He's not even driving or in the gun. He's in the back, sitting. Bang. And he gets he gets the worst of it, you know. And there's other guys who got hit too. Uh, but and and I was a gunner, right? So I'm like, I'm like sticking my head in the middle. Yeah. You're you. I'm the most like the here. Come blasted. get me. Yeah. I'm like yeah. you know. And it was just one of those things that just. Fortune, I don't know. Luck. Probably you helps know? that you're five six. So. Yeah. Well, my, my goddamn fucking platform was all the way up, so I'm like I'm like up to here. You don't still that much, be, be, yeah. Be, be, be small target. Small target. Yeah. That's like nature's way of looking out for me. Yeah. Um. But yeah, eventually I decided to decide to get out of the military, and I was like, okay, you know, I I'm now I'm gonna I'm gonna finish college, okay. and uh, I go right. So I get accepted before I get out. And um, I remember post 9-11 GI Bill, good money. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And and I, nobody wanted to like um, uh, admit me. Yeah. Right. Because I just not my grades weren't good enough. Yeah. So I'm like, fuck, man, this is going to suck. I got to go back to community college, improve my grades and come back. And my brother is like, you know what? At the end of the day, there's always a person that's pressing the button. So call that college again, tell them to give you like one shot. And I was like, okay. So I called the most expensive fucking school in my area, which is a private school. Okay. And uh, I talked to the guy at Veteran Guy. I'm like, hey, just give me a chance. I, I write down the speech on like five, like uh, three by five cards. Yeah. But when he gets on the call, I fucking forget everything. The cards <laughs> are like blank. I'm like, what am I? Fuck. So I just go off the, off yeah. the cuff. I'm like, hey, I'm like, just give me a chance. You know, I don't, I don't. so I, it gives me a chance. I get out on a Thursday or some shit or Tuesday and I start on a Monday. It's a weird feeling getting out. They're like, I'm done. I'm done. Yeah. Dude, I, I took my rear view mirror because I drove back. I turned it down. It's like, I'm not even looking. Yeah. I'm not even looking. I'm never coming back here. There's nothing special. Nothing happens. You're in civilian clothes. Oh, no. <laughs> oh, they, they start treating you like a dirt bag. Like right when they find out that you didn't re-up. Yeah. That's it. You're outsider now. Yeah. 
You know, you're not one of them. You're, not a, part you're of the a tribe goddamn anymore, right? civilian now. Yeah. So and, and and I loved it. You know, college was college was difficult in the beginning because there was such a gap. But uh, I did I did well, and and got in. And then it was just two and a half years. I just wanted to get out of there so fast, so badly. I just two and a half years. I crammed everything down. Two and a half years, graduated, and I still have like some credits left. So I probably right. finish. No, no, MBA or some shit. Something. Something. I still What's have cool? some left. Canisius College. Where's that at? It's uh, Buffalo, New York. Okay, so you went back home. It's a Jesuit, yeah. Okay. So it's a Jesuit, like a Jesuit private school. Where's your major? Small business management and raising capital. So it was uh, they had no, an entrepreneurship. They yeah. had an entrepreneurship program because so I wasn't I wasn't sure, right? I wasn't sure what, what I wanted to do. Yeah. I don't not into finance. Not into, so I was like, you know what? Let me see something I can apply later because that's what I wanted to do eventually anyway, right? Right. And. Um, yeah, so small business, and it was really cool. That's I a cool. A that's a cool major, dude. It was a cool major. It was w- still new at that school, but now sure. a lot of colleges have that. It's it's cool, man. You come across a lot of people. Like you get introduced to a lot of CEOs, and yeah. you get introduced to a lot of like weird circles that you're like you would never have access to them. So, and as part of um, their CEO club, and my my job within that club was to bring people to speak at my school, which was pretty cool because I brought. I brought like a couple speakers. One was, uh, remember like at raves and shit, they would wear, people would wear these uh, like faux, like fur hats that had pockets. I've never been to a rave. I did be. Anyway, you, you, you see them. You see like old yeah. pictures. It was like a huge product, right? Okay. It's a faux, faux, like fur shit that all these like, like weird. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All these. It was a guy from LA. So I invited that guy, came and spoke at our school, co founder of Keurig Coffee. Okay. Um, there's one other guy. Um, but yeah, it was like, it was just interesting getting to like, having access to this peop- yeah, these people. Yeah, be super cool. Um, Especially you're 26, 27 at the time? Uh, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, 26, yeah, yeah. 27. Yeah, because 23. Yeah, so I did three and a half was like, because I, I, I went, I was like, man, give me six years, you know, give no. me 10 years. He's no. like, let's and, let's and this four. is one time the recruiter probably helped me. I was like, hey, man, just chill out. Just do the minimum. See if you like it. You can always yeah, re-up yeah. and get bonus or whatever, yeah. you know. Because when you re-up, I'm going to get my bonus too. <laughs> All right. <laughs> yeah, I think about that. Probably. But yeah, they try, to, they try to keep you in, man. I don't know what, you know, I don't know how you got out. Um, that was probably um, probably smart move. Yeah. But uh, if I had to redo, I'd definitely go the officer route because these fuckers do half the fucking work and get paid twice. Yeah, and everything's better, right? Housing's better. This is better. Everything's better. Oh, yeah. I mean, your, your, your crowd is different. Yeah, you know. Well, because it's tough. I mean, what like what people don't realize is the people defending our country are, and I, I say this with no disrespect to anybody. They're not the most high level people coming out of high school. They're, it's never those people. It's never, and, yeah. and, and people are amazed at like, like they think there's all these high speed people. I'm like, yeah. no, 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 no. That's not who's. That's not who's protecting our country. It's it's the dude you probably made fun of or right. you know the guy that, that's like whatever but those are the dudes that are really doing all the heavy yeah. lifting for our country but and interestingly enough so we were delta company heavy weapons company so our it was a still a line company but regular line company has like 130 dudes right heavy weapons company usually has like i don't know 60 right yeah. much smaller much smaller group half of our my platoon first platoon were college graduates they chose to go, I'm sure. To go, for, for yeah. whatever reason, right? I remember one guy 
you know, business major, ASU actually, one of my best friends went, got graduated here. His deal was that, hey, he wanted to join. His dad's like, hey, go to college first. I'll pay for it. Then you can join. He's like, okay. Cool. You know? Another guy, history major. You know, another guy, he was, he went to uh, um, Virginia, uh, VMI, Virginia Military Institute. Mm-hmm. Um, another, like, a, a, yeah. a, I think it's not, it's not Citadel, but it's like right below. It's like right. 30 in line or some shit. You know, he uh, mechanical engineering degree from there. So there were a bunch of these dudes. I was around like mixed, smart yeah, motherfuckers. Yeah, there was one. Obviously, you have, and you know, uh, one guy. I'm like, how the fuck do you know where you are? <laughs> like, seriously, he would tie a knot. I was like, he doesn't want to tie a fucking knot, dude. And I try to help this kid out so much. I would show up at like two a.m. Like, yeah, man, let's go work out. You know, but he didn't <laughs> want it. He didn't want it, dude. He would eat like, th- look at this. He would take a can of corn. Dump it on a plate and eat that. <laughs> He's got something wrong in his head. Yeah. And there's a lot of like crazy people there that is. were there, right? Like yeah. re- you're like, dude, you belong. You don't belong here. You belong in like fucking a mental institute. Almost like their last shit. stop, I think sometimes. Yeah. Anyway, this kid was fucked up, you know. And and I remember he was my driver when we were going to Afghanistan. And I was in the gun, and he's driving. And 240. I don't know if you if you know people know what a 240 looks like. On that, on the buttstock, there's a metal piece that comes and has a metal loop at the end where you do the sling. That shit is in your face when you're on the truck and it's moving around like this. You hit a wrong bump, that fucking thing is going right to your face. I see a bump, right? So I'm coming. <laughs> so I'm communicating. I'm communicating with him. I'm like, all right, Teague, watch the pothole. It's on your fucking left. Oh, hit the pothole? Perfect. <laughs> he hits the fucking pothole. Dude, I dodged that shit like a punch. I was like, bah. Went, I kicked him in the fucking <laughs> helmet right behind his head. I'm like, bah, you motherfucker. Dude, I was so fucking mad. I was like, this motherfucker's going to get me killed. Fuck yeah. You know? He's going to take my luck away. Yeah. So, luckily, we put him in the mail room. Literally, we put him in the fucking mail room. He never went out on any of the missions with us. Good call. You know, I was like, no one, no one had any goddamn loaded weapon, you know? Because you got to be on, on. Like, <laughs> because if it wasn't the mail room, he's going to be a fucking Like, grave. crazy on. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. When you're leaving w- the wire, like... Shit's got to be tight, dude. It's, you know, like, we're slapping each other. <laughs> dude, okay, Lauren, right? You got me, right? Because I'm, like, third in line. Anyway. So that's that was basically the fucking. All right, get out, experience. graduate. Oh, okay. So I I don't I graduate right. I'm like man, fuck school, right? Still, I have that attitude. Yeah. I don't want to walk. So I get my certificate in mail, and I fucking get buy one way ticket to San Diego because I'm like I don't want to be in Buffalo. Yeah, I gotta get course. out of here as quickly yeah. as possible. So I take one way ticket to San Diego, uh, and I apply at um, five different positions. I wanted to work at a, I wanted to work at a, um, like a real estate company, right? Because eventually yeah. I wanted, that's what I wanted to do. I wanted to own like apartment buildings and shit. That was kind of like my, <laughs> my dream. Practicing any slum work, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, so I, the, I picked five top companies in San Diego. Stevie Richard Ellis. <laughs> yeah. One of them? Uh, I don't know. It, it was like, Greystone, and oh, there was yeah. a couple other ones, right? And all of them fucking reject me. So, oh, so I buy a one-way ticket. I rent a car for a month, and I live in my car. So I'm, I'm living in my car. Sa- you're savage, dude. Yeah, because I, I, I was just, man, I got to go, you know? Yeah. Uh, so I tell my wife, I'm like, okay, let me go there, set things up, and then, then you can Wife at the time? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Wife at the time. Right. Um, the, 
Yeah, so she was with me throughout the whole whole military career. Right. But wasn't a girlfriend, was wife. Wife, oh, okay. yeah. Okay. And um, so I go, I'm living in my car for like 10 days. She's got to right? be a patient woman. Yeah, yeah, I got to yeah. meet her. Uh, <laughs> dude, she, she's like the opposite of me. I'm like, I'll go, I'll go like next week, go to Thailand. Like, you know, let's go fucking live in Thailand for whatever, a month. And, but she has to like plan uh, the weather. Every day she's checking the weather. I'm like, fuck. Weather, weather's raining now. You're still gonna go outside, right? Why are you checking the weather then, right? <laughs> but you gotta be prepared. Maybe, maybe you're gonna need an umbrella later on or some shit. <laughs> I'm like, not. I'm totally opposite. So anyway, I buy one way ticket, live in my, live in the car. So I'm sleeping at the time <laughs> <laughs> in the car off of uh, like a rest stop on on some fucking highway. Yeah. Every day I'm like, man, it's the same motherfuckers who show up, right? <laughs> I didn't know there were other people living in their cars too. So I'm sleeping with a knife in my hand because I'm like looking at all these people like watching me, right? They're like, who's this new guy? <laughs> so I wake up or super early. I wake up at four. So they have like, you know, their bathrooms, yeah. rest, rest stop bathrooms. So I shave. I get in my, I go to this place called Brother Benno's in San Diego where homeless people shower. So I'm showering there, right? It's like prison style. You're a fucking college graduate. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. better living in your car. <laughs> shower the homeless too. Yes, yes. So, so I shower, right? Oh, oh, uh, the reason why. So I contact one of my buddies who was in the military with me, in my platoon, Kerner. Anyway, <laughs> that's his name. So I'm like, uh, I'm like, hey, man, I need to crash yeah. for a couple Catch of days, surf. you know, until, yeah. I, until I figure it out. He's like, no, nah, man, I already got too many people in my house. I'm like, okay, no worries. Later on, I'm like, fuck. So that's why when people say, oh, yeah, brotherhood, brotherhood, I'm like, yeah, not all of them. Nope. Not all of them. Nope. So, so this is, you know, this is a fallacy too because I have some some friends who are like would fucking die for me, but uh, you know, some of them would kill me yeah. if they had a choice. So, anyway, so I'm like, okay, no worries. So I, I just no one knows I'm leaving my fucking car. I go to Brother Breno's. I, I shave at the rest stop because so I don't have to have my back towards these fucking convicts, yeah. you know, who are like real moving around behind me. Or gay guys, because gay guys, whatever, way. right? <laughs> so I'm too. like, when I'm showering, I'm like. I'm like my back's to the wall and I got my eyes on my shit and I'm like getting out of there, right? Anyways, I changed my changed my car, put my suit, yeah. right? And you I say go, rest stop, you're talking about like a loves, like a fucking truck stop, right? Yeah, yeah, not, yeah. Not rest stop, truck stop. No, 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 like a fucking truck stop. Okay, yeah. Or There's whatever. a difference. Yeah, There's a di- okay, okay, yeah, okay. Because yeah. yeah. <laughs> if, if you're thinking rest rest stop, that's like a you're side of a highway. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. There's no truck resting. Truck stop, yeah. So... I, I go an interview during the day. That's all I'm doing during the day. And uh, eventually, like, 10th day, man, I just broke down. Right? I'm like, oh, man, this sucks. I'm no. getting rejected because I don't fit the profile, right? They want the, they want the college athlete type. Blonde hair, blue su- eyes, Southern, Southern, Southern yeah. California type yeah. people, right? And none of these, I don't fit the image. And I'm not, even though I'm putting up a good front, I'm like, man, I'm living in my fucking car, right? Yeah. It, so it shows that desperation kind of sh- comes through. And, uh, and I was doing my best, but it wasn't good enough, you know? So I didn't get hired at any of those places. Tenth day, I'm like sitting in front of the Oceanside Library. And I'm sure people who are familiar with San Diego area, they know Oceanside. There's right by the pier. Yeah. And in front of the Surf library. Day. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So that big parking lot in front of the pier. Yeah. Yeah. So I'm sitting there. I'm like, I call one of my buddies in Chicago who was also in my platoon. He was my driver in Afghanistan. I call him like, hey, man. Not the stupid one. Not not the <laughs> stupid one. Who, by the way, has been trying to contact me over the years. And I'm just like, why? Why? Are you, why right? How are you Fuck still yourself. alive? Yeah. <laughs> How are you still alive? Yeah. So anyway, so I, I call my buddy in Chicago. I'm like, dude, I'm like, uh, 
Kerner did this. Like, what do you think about that? He's like, what? He like freaked out. He's like, wait, so you've been fucking living in your car? I'm like, yeah. He's like, you know what? Let me call one of my buddies who works for uh, Wounded Warrior Project in San Diego. Let me call him and then let's go. Uh, he'll, he'll yeah, he'll hook you up. you up with somebody, right? Who was a who was a Marine, right? So the guy calls me ten minutes later. He's like, hey man, just one, just spend one more night and come see me tomorrow morning because it's already like super. It's like eight in the night, eight, yeah. eight in the evening or some shit. Yeah, you've been doing Dude, I go days. and yeah, I was like, fuck, it was one <laughs> more day. day. So I go the next day. The guy's like, oh, so you ready to go home? I was like, fuck no, it's still my suit, right? Because I had another interview. Yeah. Uh, I was like, no, absolutely not. He's like, okay. He's like, here's 50 bucks. Go get yourself some food, and I'm going to put you in a motel for a couple days until you figure it out. I'm like, okay, yeah. dude. So I'm so grateful. That's You're why. dirty I, Pakistan. I don't trust you in my house. <laughs> <laughs> I don't mean, I, would, I wouldn't put, right? I mean, I, I wouldn't put someone in my house. Yeah. I'd give them somewhere. Yeah. Some, give them something. Yeah. So, yeah. So, and then there was a job fair. So I ended up getting a job at, um, uh, what's that car company? Enterprise. Enterprise, yes. Oh, yeah. Yes. Management so, training program. Yes, sir. Work, grind your ass off seven days a week. Dude, it was, <laughs> no, I wish they did because I wanted more hours and they have a, I think it was like 49 hours. They won't give you more than 49 hours, yeah. which I didn't like, you know, but right off the bat, I started making money, right? So like, I, bought yeah, a car, yeah. I bought a car, got a job and got an apartment. And then I, I called my wife. I was like, okay. So it was in San Diego. That was like within the first, I don't know, I don't know, less than two weeks. Yeah. I had all that shit. Seems long. Fuck yeah, it seems yeah, long, seems you long. know. And then I returned the car because the car psychology was I was like, okay, I have somewhere to live yeah. for a month uh -huh. until I figure it out. Yeah. And I think that's why I'm grateful for the military because I'm n I never feel like I can't survive because I'm oh, like, yeah. can I can live in a backpack. Fuck a backpack like a fucking fanny pack, you know. Yeah. Yeah. So eventually, so I, I was working there and I'm like like that the realization I was like, man, I don't know if I want to fucking do this shit, right? Because I had done internship also where I worked at a recruiting firm. Yeah. And uh, that was one of my first mentors. He's like, dude, you just give me two years and you'll make close to half a million dollars. Right. But I didn't want to be inside. and it's just a grind, the whole, dude. It's a grind, it's you know? Grind, dude. And uh, Not for guys like us. Yeah, no. We're not meant to sit behind a desk for fucking no. eight to ten hours a day. Yeah. We'll kill so, somebody. Yeah. yeah. So eventually I'm like, no, I'm, I got to go to L.A. because L.A. is a bigger city and, you know, maybe I'll have more opportunity there. So I come to L.A. Fuck it. Another mistake. You know, it was just... L.A. is like a, It's just... I don't know. It's just like a stew of like... Everybody wants something from you. Yeah. It's just like... I don't want to say poison, but it's one of those things... There's not a lot of real people there. No. No. It's, it's not. And, um, and that's not me. You know? So I was like, yeah. I never like fit in. And the only place where I found was jiu-jitsu. Is that so where I, you found jiu-jitsu? That's where I found jiu-jitsu. Okay. You know, and... Um, Hayes joint? Hayes, Hayes, yeah. So one of my friends... So right away, I was working at... Um, so I started I st started a company. It was... Uh, I wanted to... The idea was... And, thi and this is the dream, right? My dream is to... The platform that I'm working on now is a mergers and acquisition platform, right? So it's buying small companies and eventually grouping them together. That's what I'm working on. My, so initially what I started was, which failed, was solar. But I realized, man, it's, it, you initially, initially you need too much to start, right? Too much capital. Too much capital. And I, tr dude, I tried and I tried, you know. Yeah. And then, anyways, all, the whole time I'm, I'm working this, just odd jobs. That's L.A., right? You're just surviving. 
at one of those jobs, it was a smoothie shop. So it was great because I was getting free food. Smoothie was a health <laughs> shop. It was a health, it was a health, uh, like a club, you know? So yeah. it was, it was kind of cool. I met one of my buddies there and he would come there to like read and hang out and shit. And I saw his ears. I'm like, oh. So we started talking, yeah. you know? And we would just talk about like your ears are all fucked shit. up. How come? Yeah, yeah. So I, I knew, why. right? Yeah, I, I knew. Why. And we were talking. And uh, one day he just brings us geese. Like, you know what? You need to stop fucking talking about it and uh, just go. And I was nervous because I, in the past, I've had like severe claustrophobia, right? And I developed it in the, like my time in the military. Yeah. Just something I never knew, but you're just in a lot of like, <laughs> you're just in a lot of situations, you know, where emotionally you like, very, a lot of your your emotional box gets jammed, packed with just events and situations where you develop certain anxiety, anxiety, and yeah. you know. And um, I was training at some MMA place at the time. That's in Fort Bragg, and I had a panic attack on the mat. Oh boy! Which had never happened. We've before, seen right? them before. I've seen them before. With yeah, those guys. Yeah, it's, it happened. It's always right? kind of weird to watch. Like, what the fuck? What's like what's going on? Yeah, just because you're surrounded by, they're just, they're so, like, you can't take the pressure of another human being off your body, and I think it freaks people out, because they're physically, you know, imposing their will on you, and you want it to be over, yes. but you can't let it, like... But it, then it, there's a psychological effect, and then the physiological response. Yep. So, so there's a lot of, so the mind is, it's a mind's a funny place. It doesn't have any walls, so it can't tell what's real, what's not real sometimes, you know? So, anyway, so this guy's like, so this guy's like hardcore MMA guy, right? We're going back and forth and he's on my back, body triangle, rear naked choke, right? He says, you should have more intestinal fortitude. Man, that broke my soul. I was just like, fuck. It was, it hurt me, you know? So I just stopped training. I was like, you know what? Fuck this. It was just too much of an anxiety for me. You know, I was like, I, I need to figure this out. Too much at the time. Too much at the time. And we're getting ready to deploy. Now I'm deploying with this anxiety. And I'm in, I'm a, I'm a gunner, right? All this thing. I'm like, man, what if we're going over in Afghanistan, going over these fucked up like bridges yeah. and sh- or in Iraq rather, bridge. I'm like, man, what if I fall in water? I'm gonna drown, I get blown up, fucking fire inside the truck if I can't escape. All, and and we're doing a bunch of training that requires you to be <laughs> in closed boxes. So there's one training we do where you're like rollover training. It's called. So you're in these like trucks, makeshift trucks, and they literally roll you upside down. And then there's 18 dudes in this fucking box with your gear on. Now you got to crawl through a hole that's this big, right? Or when you're doing like uh, different types of like tourniquet training and shit that tie you, tie you down and all this stuff is happening. So I'm like avoiding the mat. This guy's like, I'm like, you know what? Fuck it. So I'm like fucking super nervous walking in. Especially walk that in. joint, Dude, right? Dude, I walk in. Fuck it, right? Hayes teaching kids. What's the, uh, pronounce his last name again? Uh, Diogo. Diogo. He's a fucking gangster. He's like one of the original Carlson yeah. Gracie black so, belts. Let, let's talk about Hey Diogo for a little bit. So Hey Diogo, uh, we, the reason we call it Hey because Brazilians don't pronounce R. Yeah. Okay. So his name is Ray, Ray Ricardo Diogo, and uh, Ray or Hey is like king. So this dude was a fucking king yeah. in Brazil off the mats. He has. He's he didn't kill lose. Him, dude. He didn't lose, un- I think, until, I don't know, brown belt or something. Yeah. Like, he, he had all the national titles in Brazil that you could get at blue belt, purple belt, brown belt. Savage, and there's, dude. you know, and there's, savage. like, closed, 
closed room matches with like the Gracies and stuff he's had. And he was one of those ghetto kids that Carlson Gracie Sr. took under his wing. So Carlson Gracie Sr. and Hey Diogo met at a cockfighting pit in Brazil. So that kind of tells you the, yeah. where they hung out and who they are, you know, just savage. So I walk in and there's this intimidating mountain of a dude, huge head, you know, Makes my giant head guy. Yes, yeah. man. You know, handsome guy. I'm like, fuck, man. This guy's like, he looks intimidating. Like he's like six two or some shit, two hundred ten pounds, lean, still at, a, at an older age, but he's teaching kids. I'm like, fuck, man. Okay, he's hilarious. Like, you know, throwing kids around. It was like hilarious. Kids are having fun. I'm like, okay. How bye. they coach the kids, not how they coach the adults. Yeah. So, so, I'm like, okay, you know, and he, uh, I, I walk in. I'm new face, right? And he has a habit of walking right up to you. Like, hey, sir, how are you? Like, oh, fuck, you know? It's like, uh, I'm like, oh, I'm friends with Dimitri because Dimitri was my buddy who brought me in. It's like, oh, right when I said Dimitri, someone he knew, his brown belt, right? Boom, dude, his, like, demeanor just changed. Like, okay, welcome. Go in the back. Put your shit there. No one's going to touch your shit. Just, you know, you have a belt. I don't even have a belt. Just walked in with a fucking gi that didn't properly fit me, you know? Sounds like my first day. Yeah, it is. It's everyone's <laughs> first day. But that gym is like intimidating. It's like in, just an intense environment. It's a very dirty gym. The only clean area in the gym is the mat. Everything else has like cobwebs and dust on it. Nobody gives a shit. Bathroom is like dirty. But jujitsu is, you know, it's it's just simple kind of like jujitsu. It's more like a club. They're than fucking an academy. savages, dude. They're they're tough motherfuckers. Yeah. They're gonna grind the fuck out. Yes. They're gonna beat on each other. Like yeah. it's not gonna be fun. Yeah. Like if you don't like shit like that, like yeah, it's not you won't. fucking for everybody. No, it's not for everyone. So he puts me with his his blue belt and he's like, Okay, go with this guy. So he has a habit of like he does this thing with his fingers, like he's like snaps them when a new guy comes in. Like he wants you to smash the new guy and set a set a standard, you know, and then you can go easy. So he puts me with this blue belt guy, and already my panic starts to set in. I'm like, fuck. You know, no one knows me. No one knows my problem, right? Like, yeah. what, what if I panic? What if I, what's going to happen, you know? Dude, I fight for my life, and I stay on top. So I'm a white, new white belt, first day, and he there's, likes there's you a blue belt. Huh? Dude, immediately. Yeah, it likes I'm you like, immediately. I remember it was a one corner, and I kept this fucker pinned in that corner. <laughs> you know? I'm like fighting out of fear. Yeah. Other guys like, the fuck is this dude? Like, so this guy's like, oh, you know something, you know, and that's it. Like, I got my blue belt. I think, I don't know, seven months or something like that. It's pretty but fast. I was, it was pretty fast. But yeah. I was trying hard, man. I was like a white belt. I think they called me like, my first name was like, uh, what's the little uh, thing that fights back, like with lions and shit. Tasmanian Honey Badger, devil. Tasmanian Devil. Yeah. Honey Badger. Yeah. It was like. So that's what they call me because I was just like, ah, must, must get to the head. Like one black belt told me when I first started training was like, just get to the head. Yeah. That's it. Don't worry about anything else. Just get to the head. So I had a goal. So I was like, okay, I got to pass the guard. I got to get to the head. So I would just fight and fight and fight, use my head and my hands. I would just, you know, just grinding forward was, was like my style. So even black belts were like annoyed, you know, they were yeah. like, ah. And blue belt, uh, like that was my favorite belt because I just felt like, you know, finally feel accepted and I'm doing better and I and I had a lot of because he had a habit of doing like so we would walk in and after whatever your technique it's like okay everybody everyone against the walls king of the mat here we go yes that's yeah. what it was it was king of the mat so basically you're it's a in-house tournament 
that you didn't fucking expect. You, you came for a regular fucking 630 training and now class. You were, I'm just going to learn a couple learn, things today and then spar. And now you're fighting for your life for six <laughs> minutes with hey yelling at you. Because those guys are, everybody in that gym is going to be a killer. It's it's eerie quiet. They're not going to be like some, oh, I'm going to, like, they're. It's eerie quiet. Yeah. doesn't matter you show up 9 a.m. or whatever, the evening class. So no music in that gym? No, fuck, he doesn't like music. Damn. So no like music. Old school. Music is only when he leaves. Or if he's fucking singing Duran Duran or some shit. Dude, <laughs> he sings at the top of his, it's the funniest thing ever. He's a big and, personality. Big personality. And he'll do, do his model walk because he was a model in Brazil when he was younger, like 1920. His son's actually model for like Gucci and shit. Like That's a hilarious. High level international model. So he'll do his model walk and he'll yell, like sing like pop songs from like 80s was his thing. And yeah, so those was like, he taught me a lot how to like handle it and manage it. Yeah. And that's why I was able to continue because he knew. You, know? you can tell you guys are close because when it comes to our academy yeah. teacher or whatever. Dude, yeah. he, he showed me a lot because like, I think I showed him courage, which he kind of, and, and consistency, yeah. you know, even if I had a really bad, like a rough thing, a day on the mat yeah. where I'm like, I, I had a panic attack or something, you know. I showed up the next day because I was like, man, there's no other way. What am I going to do? You know, and I love jujitsu too much, you know, and it gave, it gives me so many things. So even with like my panic attacks or whatever, I still showed up, you know, and I just kept going and kept going. And even now, right. I had one with fucking, I was rolling with Jake. Oh, really? And I had, and Jake's like, fuck, man, you okay? You know, and then he showed me some breathing techniques. But, but the thing is like, for me, it's like, it's, it's a great way for me to practice my courage, you know? And, um, yeah, you, you wouldn't know that you'd had it because, like, no. the first time I rolled with you, I'm like, <laughs> I call him pocket bully because, like, yeah. like a big pit bull instead of a bully, you call him pocket bully. Little, <laughs> yeah. little tiny bully. First time I'm like, this motherfucker's got some game. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah. So, so I was forced to kind of learn. I wish I could just, like, just be a Neanderthal kind of, you know, but it doesn't work because, one, I'm physically small, right? right. So I need to learn technique, and others, like, I need to learn how do I keep pressure off of me. Right. So I had to learn like technique. Um, so, yeah, yeah, so that that's a huge part of why I do jujitsu is because it forces me on a daily basis. A lot of people don't realize like it forces me on a daily basis to face my fear. There's no other thing that other than competition, because that just kind of intensifies the same feeling. Oh, yeah, for sure. Well, now now that I know that, cause I had no idea that you had that. So <laughs> so yeah. to, to walk in and then you didn't compete uh, as a blue belt, right? Uh, no, and that's another thing, right? So I, I competed uh, my first blue belt match. I, you know, I got gold. I was like, okay, this is good, right? Yeah. So I this so bad. signed up signed <laughs> up for two other two other competitions. I got injured, so I had to get my money back. Gotcha. So I, I've just had, like, injuries at just the wrong. And even now, right, I was starting to kind of, was competing. It's starting to get mm-hmm. ca- each time, even though I'm not winning, but I'm learning, right? Yeah. Each time I'm like, okay, okay, I'm figuring this out. Dialing the sin, I right? think your brain's learning. You have the technique, yes. Like in the strength, because because yeah. when you came to the gym, you you raise. I I think so. And the standard at the gym for I appreciate that for, for yeah for things. I'm like, ah, oh, good. We got a fucking another grinder in yes. here, like another tough guy that's yeah. fucking willing to willing to push people. Because because yeah. I think that's and it's better. It's different if I come in there and push people, right? Yes. I'm 200 pounds. Yeah. You know, blah blah blah. You're mm-hmm. smaller. Yeah. It's better for you. Like, oh, and only only people only people listen to me because I've proven it. Yeah. You know, it's like I can't just walk in and be like, oh yeah. Even now, like I, I teach Thursday morning nogi classes, right? Yeah. It's difficult for me to not train because right now I'm I'm not able to train. You know, yeah. I might actually need surgery. I was at uh, Mayo Clinic today, yeah, yeah. and uh, the guy's like, yeah, surgery. Yeah, just oh, get it. Fuck, you know, 
And um, I might have to because that's the only thing that I think that's going to get me maybe not 100, but closest to the 100% I can yeah. get to. And faster back under the mat. Fa- exactly. Four months minimum. Yeah. Tone labrum, dude, right? Yeah. There's yeah. actually a floating. So Did they figure out what was floating around your shoulder? Yeah. So it's a partial like cartilage that's kind of like acts as a sponge. <laughs> so now it has kind of over time has like it's been growing with the with the blood that's kind of getting sucked into it and it's, it's growing and growing so it's actually like about a half an inch thing God that's damn. floating around there so they need to figure out how to get that thing out and um yeah fix part of my uh shoulder thing and it was i think like kind of having like high pain tolerance is not good too because sometimes if you're in pain you should listen to your body yeah that's my advice to everyone please and if you're training a lot of people are going to say a lot of things but only you know your body for sure you know and as men like you know i don't want sometimes i don't want to believe that uh, I'm a knucklehead, but I am. It's the fucking truth. Cause I'm like, oh, pain. Oh, you know, maybe I'll just fuck you. Just grind yeah, through it. I'll, I'll deal with it later. Hey, I'm, the exa- I'm the exact opposite, dude. <laughs> it's I'm like, like something ain't working right. Yeah. I'm gonna go see someone that knows more than me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, that's good. Yeah. You know? that's good. So it's good to have people like uh, that around. But I'm just, anyways. Now I'm forced to stay off, and now you know I still show up. I tell training. people all the time, dude, athletes get injured. That's just how it works. Yeah. That, and, and the guy the guy that I went and saw, he sees like three UFC fighters around. He was like, I think he does jujitsu too. He's like, oh, shit. So I was in a triangle. This this 250-pound black belt had me in a triangle, and I refused to give up. This is me at blue belt. I'm like, you're a black belt? I don't care. Fuck you. Like, you're not going to, uh, you know, because sometimes, like, they'll, like, make weekend plans and shit when they're rolling with you. I still hate that when people talk. You know I'm always yelling yeah. at people, don't talk during your rolling. I don't you talk. need all your focus, right? This guy's like, I'm like, I'm going to make you so busy tapping me that you're not going to have time <laughs> to think. So in six minutes, you're going to tap me 15 fucking times, and you're going to be more tired than me. Right. Anyway, this guy has me like in a fat thighs, you know, has me in a triangle <laughs> choke, and I refuse to give up. I'm like pushing on his fat ass. I'm like, oh, I should have just, but I think that's where like I clicked my shoulder out, yeah. and for the next two weeks, I couldn't move. So that injury, now it's popping up again. Um, so part of my shoulder has chipped off, and it's floating around, and they're kind of doing its own thing, you know? How, how long have you been a purple belt? I, like, I don't even remember. Because you came to the gym as a year purple and a belt, half. right? Okay. Yeah, like a year and a half. So how, how long were you at blue? Three years, maybe. Okay. So total, all in, you're like five years? Five years, yeah, something five like and a half years or okay. something like that. Um. Yeah, so, and and with jiu-jitsu, it's like, I mean, I, I can't, I don't do anything else. My hobby-wise, that's it. Yeah. It's jiu-jitsu. Well, you know? Because it right? gives me so much than just training. It gives me a community, it gives me a friend. It comes, it's so many different people. Like, for us, right, it's like one role is better than an hour conversation because you learn about that person. You're like, hmm, yeah. okay, if I if I push this person, how are they going to respond, right? Because yeah. we know some people, right? They're big motherfuckers with, with small testicles. <laughs> They just got no teddy balls. Bears. Yeah, teddy bears. Oh, well, yeah, but you know, you can be a teddy bear. Uh, you're a teddy bear. You know, some people call me, accuse me of being a teddy bear. Yeah. My wife says, tells people, oh, no, he's really, he's really a softy inside. And it's true. But put, but put us on the mat. We're fuck you. Right, <laughs> right. Or, or, or anywhere, like you were saying, the, the sheepdog yeah. thing, right? Mm-hmm. Same thing, man. I, I just don't have, I just don't have a good response to bullying. I, I just don't. Like, naturally, it's like, ugh, you it know. It's just a really, leaves a really bad taste in my mouth, and and I, I, and I've been on both sides, believe it or not. I've been on both sides, you know. Where I remember, like this one kid, is in the army. Like most 
altercations I've had were all in the military because I think the it's a bunch of just just bunch of dudes knuckleheads, dude. yeah, a bunch yeah. of just dudes, right? Young fucking <laughs> full testosterone, stupid. So this one kid I remember, you know, and he, he kind of accused me of like saying shit and not doing anything, and like I mean, I'm just talking shit, you yeah. know, but. So he said, oh, you always talking shit and not doing anything. So I'm like, okay. Uh, so I show up in his room. I take him down. <laughs> Dude, I'm, I'm barking at his face. And it's such a strange behavior. You know, I'm like, I hold my forearm across his throat. I'm like, rawr, rawr, rawr. Yeah. like I'm barking at his face. And he's looking at me like, the fuck, right? I leave. Ten minutes later, I'm like, my mom would be so not proud of this. <laughs> right? Immediately, I regret it. Right? And I remember me getting bullied. Right? I never got bullied like this. But it was other. I was like, oh, man. You know? Yeah. I go back to the guy's room to apologize and he's just like, what the fuck is wrong with you? Right? He's just looking at me like, fuck. You know, so that's kind of like how I feel about it. So since then, I'm like, man, it's just not going to do it. I'm not going to put up with it, but I'm not going to bully someone either, you know? Yeah. So don't, don't, I, I don't care who you are. You know, you, you're a bum who's trying to look, who's on crack. I don't give a shit you're on crack. You know, don't fuck with me or my family or some like, Whatever, right? Like someone in authority. In yeah. Someone in authority because it's one of the things that's natural response of authorities. Like you want to like push people or whatever, you know? Right. Um, but anyways, so, yeah. Do you, so surgery, like for me, oh, it's pretty yeah. much, I mean, we come, so, come, come from such a different entry into the sport. Like my entry is different. My journey has been different. Like, like I laugh, like Barnett's like, yeah, fucking, your struggle's so tough. He's like, fuck you. You're like, you've barely been doing this fucking two years, and you're this and that, and then whatever else. But everybody's journey's kind of different Yeah, yeah. along that path. And I think we all kind of get the same thing out of it. And it's difficult for everyone, believe it or not. It, it is difficult matter, for everybody, You right? know, because everyone has different... Because jiu-jitsu exposes you to yourself and to your teammates. Yeah. So you can only bullshit for so long. Eventually, your true color is going to show, right? So... I thought I wasn't courageous, right? But my friends recognized that I was. Right. That gave me confidence. I'm like, okay, you know what? You're right. I am afraid of a lot of things, but I do them anyway yeah. because I'm afraid. And it's it's an opportunity for me to practice my courage. That's how I look at it. Well, right? people, they they misconstrue courage and fear, right? Like, yeah. like courage isn't the absence of fear. It's being able to operate within that fear. Yeah. And right? it's very hard for me to like respect people who don't show courage. And I'm not looking down at them like, oh, you don't show courage. No, that's not the point. Yeah. Because I know it's a choice. It you know is. what I mean? It is. So it's Most one of things those, are. So it's, it's not, I'm not, I'm not saying, oh, you're such a pussy. No, I'm like, dude, you kind of have a weak character. You're not part of my tribe yet. Yeah. Like yeah. that, that's what it is. So I'm always pushing people to, like, trust me, like, just show courage. You know, it's like competing, right? Well, Our teammates respect us because we choose to compete. Yeah. Whether we win or not, they're still like, man, man went out in the there. arena. Yeah. Man you, in the arena. You, it's so easy to say, like, oh, you did this wrong. Yeah. <laughs> right? Man in the arena or the yeah. same way. It's so easy to say. That's why I'm very, I, 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 um, I s- choose my words very carefully when I'm commenting on someone while they're competing or they're doing something, anything in life, in sports, in, in business or whatever. I'm like, I don't know, you know, because people always say like, especially like people who don't have never been in the military or never been in my position, certain things Mm -hmm. I was a part of. Right. I would do this. How do you know? You wouldn't, you don't know, but you don't know when, when that fear hits the way your body's going to react. You don't know. Yeah. No, you don't, you don't know what it's like to, you know, 
point a weapon at someone when you know 100% for a fact you have the power over their life? How are you going to replicate that feeling? You're not. You there's, know? there's no other way. And even yeah. for me being away from her for 20 years and then going yeah. to pants for my first tournament, I'm like, yeah, this is it. Like, I thrive off that yes. shit, and that's just how I'm built or yep. whatever. Like, I love... I love being out. Like you guys are talking about, like how's your mindset? What do you do? Like, yep. like what's your process? It's like yep. this. Is my, I love that process, mm-hmm. too. And, I, and I know when I take those last two or three, you know, clearing breaths before I step on the fucking mat. It's like this is fucking on. Yes. you know, I'm scared or yep. or not scared, but it's I energy. Have, yeah, I'm yes. just like you can call it what you want. Like, and I think like what Chad was talking about, right? Someone kept saying addiction. Like he got stuck to the word addiction yeah. instead of. Hey man, it's a choice, right? You know, and uh, yeah, it's it's a, you can call it fear, you can call it excitement, you can call it well, and, and I and I feed off the the way the mat feels underneath my feet yeah. when I grab your fucking gi, when I yes. grab your fucking hand, when things start to slow down, when for me, but it's fast for you, like when I'm able, like like one of the biggest things that I love as of lately is when I had the wherewithal. Well, it's it's more where my jujitsu game has come. Where I'm like, I knew when I when I turned the corner on that guy and I looked at the clock, I had seven seconds to choke him. But that's where it slowed down for yes. me. I'm like, now I'm yes. here. Now, it's, yeah. It, and it's really interesting. Like, and that, that's what you're always trying to replicate, right? Yeah. Always. When you said you, when you're like, when you're like, your tournament when you that one coach saw you suplex this guy or whatever, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. You were in the zone until the last fucking sixteen guys, right? <laughs> yeah, right. Like, what the fuck just happened? I'm doing yeah. the same thing, right? Exactly. Where is it? You you don't know. It just and, and you want to stay there forever. You want to stay there forever. Like, oh, I've God had these it. moments where I'm just like, God damn, I feel so good. Like, some days I like, show up to train. I'm like, I'm yeah. like untouchable, right? And especially as I'm, like, losing weight, I'm like, man, I'm, like, 165 pounds. And I'm, like, doing pretty good against these bigger guys, You're right? Moving faster. There's one yeah. guy, right? Uh, he's probably the biggest guy. That, um, God, I forgot his name. But he's, like, fucking 6'3". Huge guy. Looks like Sharpay. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Dude, and he's a white belt, right? But he's just so much bigger than me. Like, bow, he like, like, flung me around. I'm like, God damn, man, I'm not one of your kids, you know? <laughs> you know, stop playing with me. <laughs> Next one, I'm like, I'm going to get this guy. I, gra- I got a hold of his arm. And I was like, that arm is mine. I'm as big <laughs> as your arm, but I'm taking the arm with me, you know? And it felt so good because I was like, man, technique can yeah. work, you know? Uh, size matters for sure, 100%. But uh, definitely you can work around that, you know, and that's where like your mind comes in. And I'm and, always uh, looking for that flow state. Yes. Like, 100%, like, like has my preparation got me to the point to where I could fucking do that? And, yes. and I for me in my journey right now, I'm where I need to be at this belt yes. at this time. Like, yeah. I mean, like, like you, nothing more. Nothing I mean, less. You're, what I've what I've noticed, you're probably one of the I mean, fastest Old guys. Improving. <laughs> yeah. Because I think you still have that, like, hey, you know what? Like, because when I first met you, I was like, ah, I don't know, another wrestler guy, you know? Yeah. It was kind of like. Another dumb wrestler. Yeah. Like, I, I, <laughs> I, I, I'm never, like, fascinated by wrestlers, unfortunately. Right. You know what I mean? It's. it's. We should be good. Uh, yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. That, that's that's the point, right? Yeah, it's should like. Should be good. What I'm fascinated by when the wrestler decides to become the jujitsu guy. Because you're just like, okay, now I'm in trouble. Because now he's going to be thinking and not just trying to like smash. If he keeps bashing me, there's anti-wrestling jujitsu. Yeah, for sure. Right? But there's not a specific jujitsu for a guy who's a good wrestler and knows jujitsu. 
Now you're messing up. Now you're just messing with a different animal because he can he can pick and choose his tools. He's this weird hybrid, and he can right? mix and match tools, right? So now he has more tools. A combination. It's like a pizza, right? Now he, he can make different types of pizzas than you can handle. So and that's where that I point. feel now. Yes, like 100%. I'm like, okay. I like 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 I walked off the mat and Pan's going. You feel good about it. I'm yeah. fucking jujitsu yes. guy now. I yes. told you in the parking lot. Remember, yeah. I called you. I'm like, I actually yes. feel like a fucking jujitsu yeah, yeah, yeah. guy dude, now. I, I don't know if you heard the excitement in my voice. Oh yeah, I was no, like, it's, it's awesome, dude. I was like, I was like, almost sorry about it. I was like, dude, yes, dude. Because I remember like. <laughs> Like that excitement you have for your friends, like you're almost like, fuck, dude, you fucking did it. Yes, yeah. You know what I mean? Like when your 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 friend lands like a cool trick on a skateboard yeah. or like a bike or something, like, holy fuck, dude, you did it, yeah. <laughs> we got it on video, you know? Um so it's kinda cool because I know now I'm like, okay, now now it can be a better flow of like learning, mm-hmm. you know? Um and, like, and for me, that day didn't even feel real. Like I even told you, I'm like, yeah, yeah, this yeah. doesn't feel real. Yes. Like even going to bed that night, I'm like yeah, I don't even want to go to bed. Yeah, because because when I go, but I said it is real. Yeah, I was like, it, it is real. Yeah, you did. <laughs> I was like, I don't, I don't want your head going that direction. It is real. You yeah. know, you have to accept that. That yes, you did it. You did it. Yeah, there's video. You know, I think we and and it's hard to like. I called Alex right after the match. I was still fucking in the bullpen, and I and I called him, and the first words out of my mouth was, "We did it," because yes. I because 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 as you know, yeah, this journey isn't taken alone, right? <sighs> okay, so. We can talk about Alex in a second, or Professor Alex. So there's, for me, there's been three instructors, jiu-jitsu instructors. Hey Diogo, right? Alejo Sandoval, and collectively, my teammates that I've trained with. Because I have learned more from my teammates training on the mats than I have learned combining Hey and Alex. Because they're just... Because you're learning right in the moment. Because your coaches, they're kind of coach, right? They're, they're coach. They're mentors. And they can only guide you. Yeah. They can only guide you. They can nudge you this way. Hey, don't do this. Stupid. Okay. <laughs> like, <laughs> stay in your lane, right? No, this is not jujitsu. This is something else. Go over here, right? Yeah. So they're keeping you. But within that lane, you know, you have to take control of your own uh, training. And that's one of my black belt friends told me. He said, yeah, dude, at some point, you're going to have to take control of your own training. And I think this is where you have excelled because you put a lot of extra work well because right? i've been the there side. before you've been there before like, right you know the process you i know, know the, you know the general it's process what you do off the mat yes that makes the champion exactly so that that helps and that bringing that mindset to the mat like it helps out a lot of people right because people always ask me like you're right now move how many fucking people are going there right now right you only two for I know. you right <laughs> yeah right only two i know and no so yeah. okay you jake yeah myself yeah Kristen, joel now, right? Yeah. Oh, right, right. There's that, lot, that, it, it, who else? I think in the next sixty days there'll be ten. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, I think so. Right. Um, so there, that's like that's like value you're adding, right? And mm. and me, like, okay, if I can't train, but I'm like yelling at people, like I'm like still adding value because I want my team to get better because I know if they get better, I'm gonna get better. Yeah. And that's and that's why I say we. Like I don't yeah. like like none of it is possible without the we. No. Just w- w- without the community. Without the gym, without the Sandovals, without you, without Jake, without yeah. Barnett, you know all those fucking dudes. Even the Isaacs and, and the Kevins and and, and stuff like Isaacs. that. Yeah, you know what I mean. Like Isaac, dudes. my fair white belt there, <laughs> or Kevin, yeah. my white belt defender. Yeah. Funny thing about Kevin. So Kevin's a pilot, right? Yeah. Or the whole thing, like doesn't know the, left from right, the, but he's yeah, a pilot. The, somehow. The, the fucking flies a plane, but can't, <laughs> yeah. there's no left from right. <laughs> well, yeah. He can't me. hit anything in the sky. <laughs> he's got aviators. Like, he looks like a. a 
pilot out of a movie with like hairy forearms and shit. <laughs> <laughs> All pilots have hairy forearms. I'm like, what the fuck are you doing? Anyway, uh, he saw me like smashing some white belts. Now I'm not, guys, I'm not like some asshole who smashed white belts. I know this guy, okay? And I know he needs it. It's part of his training. No, hold on. No, Nobel's going to try and smash everybody. That's his philosophy. <laughs> and I'm okay with that. And that that's good. You need, so, you need that guy yeah. in your fucking room. So this, this, so this guy that I'm smashing, like he actually pays me to do this. Literally. <laughs> He gives me money. So Kevin is watching from the sidelines and I can see like the good Christian in him is like boiling up, right? His, his face is turning red. He's looking at me like, oh, this, who invited this Pakistani guy beat up all the <laughs> white people? So, so next, he's, he wants to roll with me right oh after. God. I'm like, hmm, this is strange. Okay. Choice. Kind of a, now, now he's, a, the, he's a normal sized human being. He's like, I don't know. He's six, on the bigger side. Yeah, he's 6'1", six, 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 210, six, pounds, right? And I'm like 165, 5'6". I'm like, okay, this is kind of strange. It looked kind of serious, right? So I go, <laughs> I'm, la- I'm trying not to laugh, you know, because I'm like, I'm about to, I'm about yeah, to crush his dreams, yeah, you know? Yeah, Yeah, so I'm, I'm about to take off his little cape off, you know? <laughs> <laughs> he's out here defending white belts. Uh, anyway, I smash him too, right? <laughs> <laughs> now there's a joke that I'm like, this guy tried protecting the white belt, but it got his smashed too. Now every time I'm I'm like beating up on someone or something, I always look at Kevin. I'm like, Kevin, <laughs> hey Kevin. You remember this? <laughs> Kevin, you wanna save him? I call, Next round. <laughs> I call Kevin and Isaac. I call them Dale and Brennan from Step Brothers. That's, <laughs> They're funny, man. That's how they are, dude. Like I, I can picture those dudes like in the parking lot going. Did we just become best friends? Yeah. You, you want to go do jujitsu in my garage right now? But they're like 50 some year old dudes. And they're so hilarious. Sorry. They're like big. Oh, Good dudes. Isaac. Love them to death. The, dude. Lo- mean, lo- lo- love those guys to death. Not talking shit. Just. Yo, Isaac, thank you. When I was in pain and I didn't get, haven't uh, uh, yet had my, uh, gotten my uh, prescription pain pills and I was in a lot of pain. Dude, the guy gave me his wife's pain pills. I think that's illegal. <laughs> 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 yeah. Oh uh, man! What what minute is that on? So you take that out. <laughs> uh, yeah. So I mean, he's, Isaac's he's, last name is Martinez. Really? No. Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah, different. Different. Yeah, Mexican. Yeah. So I mean, I, and and you know, I know Barnett. You guys talked about like how no, Alex and Alicia are right. I mean, I, I you know. Hey sent me to this gym and initially I had, I was like, you know what? I'm going to try different gyms because there was a lot of, it, that gym was intense. So I'm like, maybe I don't want that intensity again. Our gym? No. The oh, okay. Hayes hey, gym, hey, right? Yeah, so I'm yeah. like, I'm like, oh man. Maybe I just want to chill. Yeah. I'm like, maybe I just want to like be jujitsu. Yeah. Maybe I just want to like around. do like butt scoot jujitsu, <laughs> you know, just sit down yeah. and just like yeah. play around kind yeah. of like do cartwheels and shit. Yeah. Uh, not like smash, you know, everything's yeah. like tight pressure, like, right. That's our shit. That's our, that, that but, but I was like, oh, okay, I'm going to go different. So I, I never trained anywhere else, but I just kind of went and like saw where all these gyms were. Then I showed up and obviously it was like first day. I was like, ah, oh, yeah, this, this is my gym. You know, this is my, so that's it. Just got one signed up and, and never left. And, and they've given me so much trust and respect you know like i they gave me the gym key and they let me um teach right and i'm just like these are opportunities that they're giving me opportunities to grow yeah right i mean i'm learning i'm learning how to teach which is a skill on its own that's hard man it's really really difficult it's not easy it's really difficult and i'm sure i'm sure you've i'm sure you've kind of felt 
that too when you're trying to teach people. Well, and I um, hadn't coached forever. Like, I coached wrestling and stuff like that. And then yeah. Alex asked, hey, can you teach wrestling on Thursday nights or whatever? I'm like, yeah, I can, like, I can come in there and do it. But then yeah. you forget, like, like, fuck, man, I haven't taught fucking wrestling in 15 yeah. years or something like that. So you go in there and you got to just relearn and, and just your vocabulary and slowing things down. Yeah. And, like, and I'm dealing Or simplifying. Like, how do I take the bullshit out and simplify it and still make it work? Yeah. You know? Uh, dude, how long are you going, man? I don't know. We're close, Where dude. Like, yeah, we're close. No, like, like, uh, I think we got there. Like, I wanted to know kind of where you came from, military time, your fucking journey, and jujitsu. I think we're there, and these things kind of come to kind of, kind of natural end, and that's why I, that's like where the jujitsu ends for us, and that's kind of where you know where where this stops for us. But but I wanted to hear like the gym and the journey and all that kind of stuff, and like the sand yeah. walls and all that stuff, and. Uh, like I just want to say, like, thanks for fucking for coming on. Like, it's I knew you had a story, and like, yeah. I, like, like, and I, there's still like a lot of parts that I'm just like, <clears throat> and you know, but you never know what's what's gonna someone's gonna say. Oh man, you know what? Because I know, for example, just this um, panic disorder thing, right? Yeah, I know a lot of people are feeling it. it's a huge thing in jujitsu. And it's I one see, of those I didn't like, know that. That's yeah. new to me. Well, it's it, that's one of the that's one of the things a lot of people don't talk about it because they don't want to talk about it. And I, and I, you know, I would say if there's someone out there who is afraid of doing jujitsu or some some sort of a grappling art because of their anxiety, talk to your coach. Yeah. And that's it. I mean, you know, talk to your coach and and work with your essentially your training partners or your friends, right? But you have to. You do have to push yourself, you know, because there are a couple people that I'm helping at our gym who are paying me to help them. Yeah. Right. Like, yeah, ex- for that reason. Right. Mm-hmm. And um, I'm, I'm on their ass. Right. So what I'm saying is, OK, if you're in a position where you're like, OK, you know what? I'd rather die than be in this position. <laughs> just give yourself three more seconds. That's it. Yeah. Hey, can I survive for three more seconds? OK, then give yourself another three more three seconds and you just go on. Essentially, what you're doing is you're not get you're on a scale yeah so you're increasing your capacity you're not getting rid of it you're just increasing your capacity and taking it higher and higher and higher i'm gonna send you that video from that check that 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 talks about being like in her pain cave yeah that's what she talked about i mean david goggin right i I read his book he has the same thing like he has a cookie jar he calls it right when he's in extreme pain he goes to his cookie jar that's where he gets the inspiration like oh you know what hey man i've done this you're a bad motherfucker. You've done this, right? You can go back to your some of your matches. I'm sure they're tougher than others, right? Or yeah. some of the um, uh, Gorak races, yep. right? And some of these, I'm like, some of the things, man, I was like, I couldn't believe. I didn't know I had it in me. I think that's what people forget. It's like, it's in you. And it that, is in and you. And like, yes. that's what I told you, like, with, with your competing stuff like that. I'm like, you're already there. Exactly. You, and I know, right? And yeah. I know, too. And I'm like, I just have to keep going. Your mom I, knows too. <laughs> dude, my God. So I showed my mom, I told you. Yeah. And she's like, oh, you're, yeah. not, you're not acting like yourself. I'm yeah. like, Ugh. She's not a jiu-jitsu person. She knows that. No. She's <laughs> like, like she's like, just attack. And I'm like, yeah. yes, mom. Yes. Yeah, okay. You're right. Yeah, you're, you're right. Yeah. That's what everybody's been telling me. Yeah. The mom's no best. It's, it's the weirdest thing to say. And I don't even listen to my mom and I'm saying that. Yeah. Um, I don't listen to my parents. I don't think I listen to anyone, you know? <laughs> but, uh, you do. I, I do. It has to make sense, though. Yeah, for sure. Every, everything has to fucking yeah. make sense. So what's next for you? Next uh, is I want to compete more. You know, obviously, I want to get better. We just started uh, doing...
doing uh, or I started doing like more wrestling mm -hmm. recently. I haven't been able to train for the last month or so, but I'm still going to Element Wrestling there yep. just to show up. So I'm in a habit of showing up there every Monday uh, for wrestling. Monday, 5.30 at Element. Okay, go there Free to wrestle. Free jiu-jitsu. Tell your Free friends Free jiu-jitsu, yes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Tell your friends it sucks. Yeah. And um, so I'm going there. I want to get better at the wrestling part because eventually I want to start competing at gi and no gi. And, and part, of the, part of the reason why is I, want, I have a vision of a kind of black belt I want to be. Yeah. Right? And that black belt is someone, not necessarily, yes, the titles will be cool. Hell yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm for yeah. medals too, right? With, like you, you and Jake, like go and smoke everyone in your weight division and... Right, yeah. but that's the process. Going to take time. I gotta, I gotta learn. Right, yeah. I don't have a choice. I have to learn in order for me to. I've get been doing jujitsu for twenty five years, just not jujitsu. Exactly. So uh, yeah, it's so, different for me. Yeah. So, but I, I want to be at a at a black belt level when someone asks me, "Hey, you know what? I'm scared," and I want to look at them and say, "I know exactly what you're saying, and I understand." Yeah. And them believe me, because I know I've been there, and to help them through that process, and they win. Or it doesn't even have to win, right? They won in their own mind. Mm -hmm. And for them to, right? I want to be the person to help them realize that they can do more. For some, I don't know why, man. It just brings me such great well, that's joy and energy. It, it, like, Just think if the whole world was about making somebody a little bit better. Yeah. Like, Everybody a little bit better. Yeah. Like, like no if, I teach, if I teach a move and someone lands, I'm like, oh, my God. Oh, that's shit, so that's cool, it. dude. <laughs> See? See? He worked. He worked. And you made it work. You yeah. know? It's. And uh, so it's a cool process. I know you love helping people. It's some, something I like. I don't, know, I don't know what it is, man. I, I just like it, you know? Well, I think that's what our community is about, right? Yeah. Helping each other. Like, yeah. obviously, we're happy when like when we do well. But, like again, like, it's always we. We, 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 yes. we. We're a fucking team. And that's where, like, you know, I, t I was talking to Alex in the parking lot you, before we even came in here. When I was talking about other open mass stuff like that. It's like, hey, bro, I'm here for fucking life. Yeah. I'm not going anywhere. Yeah. I'm like, this is this is me, especially, like. To have a junior coach me through Pan Am stuff like yeah. that. I'm like, dude, that's so cool. Yeah. I'm like, what's up, dude? <laughs> I saw him in the background. I was like, dude, yeah. that is so. Did you see that fight that I sent you? Uh huh. Yeah. He's savage. Dude, yeah. it, you almost don't recognize him. Yeah. That's a funny part in jujitsu. You'll see a lot of old guys. You forget that they were savages at one yeah, point. Everybody gets old and fat. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's like, like it's I think Rogan, Rogan said it one time. It's like, every human be every grown person was a baby once yeah like people forget that yeah. that they lived a life too they went through their teenage years they thought their parents were stupid yeah. at one point right like you arguing with your mom that one person like oh, god yeah. damn it like i've had those and now i look at my mom like i said like reverence it's you know i just such respect for her and i'm like my god you know and, and as you get older you just you just start to realize that there's that there's so much more to learn, so much more to be, and like I'm, you know, I'm 46. I don't know how. Uh, 35. How, yeah, 35. Yeah. It's like, man, it's like I don't fucking. I, even at 46, I feel like there's still more to do. At 27, I thought I was an old hag. Now yeah, I'm 35. Yeah. I'm like, god damn, I'm ancient. But it's, I'm like, I got at least another, I don't know, like 40, 50 years yeah. of function. Yeah. Right. So I better keep learning. Right. I better make that a habit. For sure. So get better every day. Yeah. All right, man. Well, thank hey, you. Man, thank you so much. That I was fun. I'm sure. I, I feel like we can like talk and talk forever. You well, it's know? almost been three hours. Holy shit! <laughs> it's a fucking time warp, right? Right. And, like, and that's a, and there's so much more 
to talk about, and all of ours are right around two, two to two, two and a half, something like that. They're yeah. all they're always that way because because how do you tell your story in fucking thirty minutes? Yeah, and, and, and it, it's, more it's hard. It. Yeah, exactly, and it's hard for me to like uh, stay on track. You know, it's like I you try to do chronologically. Yeah. <laughs> that didn't work well, because there's always <laughs> something like coming up. When you told your story, that was interesting because you you stayed on pretty actually you stayed on track. Well, I'm it fucking, was hard for me to stay on track. I've I've been doing it, so right. I should be a little yeah. bit better about doing that. And, and you stayed on track, dude. Yeah. Usually the tangents, there's there's a purpose to them yes. because at that moment. So no, you did yeah. fucking great, dude. I mean, I love having you. I mean, thanks <laughs> for being part of our fucking gym. Uh, you uh, consistently increase our ability and and make us better. I know everyone fucking loves having you around and. Dude, I look forward to you getting healed up again so I can fucking Oh, man. Uh, I, can't, <laughs> I, I, I can't wait. I can't yeah. wait to come back. Yeah. I think you're doing it the smart way. So, Yes. Uh, where can people find you if they got questions or stuff like that? Instagram, socials? like. Um, Contact you. Because <laughs> I, I don't have a bunch of people like reaching out to me, you know? But yeah. uh, I, I have, you know, they... What's you your can, Instagram account? They can get you up there. Okay. I don't... I, I go like noble. once or... Once or uh, once or twice, I'll go on there a couple times a week. What's my Instagram handle? It's like N O B E L. Is it underscore D D D? N O B E L, triple D. Triple so D. N O B E L D D D. Yeah. You're gonna see my handsome face and my beautiful wife all over the place and my dogs. Yeah, hello chihuahuas. Oh hey, my god, man! Yeah. I never thought I would be. My dream dog is actually a staffy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's a brindle staffy. It's yeah. a it's a slightly smaller than a pit bull, and I that's what I connect with the most. Yeah, they're 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 lean, they're strong, they're loyal. You know, they're smart for the most part. <laughs> 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 they can read and write. You yeah. know, but uh, other than that, for some reason, I just fell in love with like rescuing dogs. You know, I think it's something with like something weak and that needs help, and I look at it, I'm like, oh, I want to take all of them. You You're know? safer, dude. That's yeah. Man. That's how we're built. Yeah. All right, we're going to wrap it up. Thanks again, everyone, for listening. Chris Stewart, we'll see you back soon. Brian, thanks for hanging out. Um, you can find this podcast anywhere you can download a podcast. doesn't matter where it is. You can find us on our website, makethedifferenceus.com. Outside of that, guys, we'll talk to you soon. Thanks. Today's episode is brought to you by Reef Builders, winner of Best of Howls, five years running. Reef Builders is a Tempe, Arizona-based, full-service design-build construction company. What's a design-build company? It means you deal with one company for everything. Reef Builders is able to take your vision and bring it to life by drawing your plans, producing photorealistic, high-resolution 3D renderings of your kitchen, baths, and more, helping you design and pick your finishes, and finally, executing that vision. With their years of building experience and a superior client experience, using tools such as online project management software through their client portal that allows you to see your renovation in real time. Whether you're in town, on vacation, or living in another state, you have access to job progress photos, your build schedule, financials, and much more anywhere in the world. So if you're looking for a complete bath or kitchen renovation, a complete home renovation, a custom home designed and built, or a boutique commercial project built out, Reef Builders can deliver it. Reef Builders. Your vision, their experience delivered.